Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627 1064. And good evening, everyone, from Foster Field on the campus of the University of Nebraska Kearney. It is Ron and Carol Cope Stadium in the opening game of the 2020 Class A state football playoffs. With our producer engineer, Zane Jones, I'm Doug Duda. After a day of high school cross country, congratulations to Carney's Hannah Godwin. She finished fourth in the Class A girls, while the Bearcats finished seventh as a team. And we'll talk more about that a little bit later on in the day, but wanted to start there. What we have tonight are the opening round games for this year's state playoffs, which is different than any other year because of the COVID, because of not knowing uh, where you were, not totally trusting the wild card points. They went ahead and seeded it last Saturday, and the top eight teams received a bye. Carney is the nine seed, so they don't get a bye, but Coach Brandon Cool, as you're hearing our chat with him in the pregame, says that's okay. We've only played six games. We want to play as many games as possible. The winner will go to Gretna next week. Other games tonight, Lincoln Southwest is at Lincoln North Star. It is Papillion La Vista South at Fremont. Also going on, Columbus is hosting Papillion La Vista. Bellevue East is at Millard West. Norfolk is at Millard North. Lincoln High is at North Platte. Grand Island is hosting Lincoln Pius X. We've also got some regular season radio games for you. Just down the road, Kearney Catholic is hosting Cozad. That game is on Power 99 tonight. Also on ESPN 1550, Adam Central's playing Fillmore Central, and Hastings High and Grand Island Northwest are on 1230 AM KHAS. For the Lincoln Northeast Rockets second-year head coach, Dan Martin, was part of this Kearney organization. He played for Coach Cool. He helped coach here before taking the job at Northeast. His father, Russ Martin, the longtime coordinator at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. So he has a connection, but he's definitely got a rebuilding mode here. They have had trouble scoring this year. They cannot run the football, but they can throw it. And if they have an opportunity to throw the football, you've got a pretty good quarterback in Jeremiah Collier who can sling the ball down the field. So do they do a lot of onside kicks and reverses and deep passes and and, uh, halfback passes and trick plays, or do they just come in, try to run their offense, and get this very young football team better for the future? It'll be interesting as Kearney takes on Lincoln Northeast, and we will hear from the coaches, Dan Martin and Brandon Cool, right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because, you know, we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it, and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 
The Class A football playoffs here at Foster Field between Lincoln Northeast and Kearney High. And you may know a little bit about this Lincoln Northeast head football coach that we're going to chat to right now, Dan Martin. Obviously, coaching is in the blood. And uh, Dan played for Coach Cool. Of course, his dad, Russ, a long time at UNK. We may have to get a Bob Crocker reference in here, Dan. Uh, it's great to catch up with you. How are you? I'm doing well. And you threw out some great names there. Uh, I had the big privilege of growing up around football with uh, Russ Martin that you talked about and being on the field and having great managers like Bob Crocker, who's out in Kearney and obviously coach cool, who uh, is a man that I look up to in every way. So glad to come back and play and have a chance to uh, battle against the Bearcats. Whose style are you trying to emulate? I mean, most coaches say I try to blend them all, but uh, where did you start here when you started to put your offense and defense together at Northeast? Um, Really it started defensively. Um, started with the basis of uh, kind of the stuff that I learned at Kearney um, and working with Tim Christo and Brad Archer um, for so many years on that defensive side of the ball um, and transitioning from that odd three, four front to walking down a backer and getting in kind of an even front. Uh, so we've kept a lot of that. Some of it's a little bit different just with our personnel that we have, um, but really trying to work towards that. Um, so defensively, very similar to uh, what Kearney's done in the past. Now, Carney's had a couple new defensive coaches since I've left, so they're a little bit different than they were in the past, um, but similar to that idea. And offensively, as you said, it, it's kind of a mix. Um, and Carney, Coach Cool, run, runs a ton of power. He calls it blast um, with a pulling guard, down blocks, and either the quarterback running, running back running it, do a lot of throwing off of that. Um, and we've modeled that a little bit. But then I guess following more after my dad, we do quite a bit of zone and zone read with the quarterback, um, which Carney really hasn't done a ton of. So got a little blend of stuff. Um, definitely have gone over all the offensive stuff with my dad more than one time uh, as we try to learn and build on that and grow. Um, so it's, uh, it's a little combination, like you said. Dan Martin, head coach, Lincoln Northeast Rockets. Uh, we can start anywhere. Ofer, uh, the last seed in the playoffs. You're young. Everything that would probably go into the type of season, your second year, trying to build a program. What did you find when you got there, and what's it been like as you get ready to take the field tonight for this playoff game? You bet. So I've um, been walking into Northeast last year, um, having a chance to go through stuff in the summer, go through that first class. Um, big thing is, as a whole, our, our numbers were low, and um, there have been so many inconsistencies as I'm the third head coach in three years going back last year um, that guys weren't quite sure what to expect. But the buy-in's been good. Um, after last season, we challenged guys to get in the weight room and put in the work that's required, the off-season stuff. Um, and even with all the COVID situation going on, our weight room numbers almost tripled this summer compared to last summer. Um, so we're making those steps, but like you said, we are a very – very young football team, um, and that showed up on Friday nights as we've struggled with stopping ourselves uh, a lot of times and uh, making put ourselves in difficult situations that we just don't quite have the experience to get out of. Now we've been building with that, and these guys that have been, these sophomores and juniors that have been playing now have eight games under their belt, so we're hoping we can put something together um, and come out and compete and play rocket football uh, on Friday night. Talking with Lincoln Northeast football coach Dan Martin. Uh, what's it like coming home? Because as Coach Cool is going to tell us, uh, maybe one of the things that you have going for you is you know quite a bit about what Carney High likes to do. Uh, you know, that's, that's really pretty interesting. I remember back in August, um, sitting with the coaches and 
uh, here at Northeast, and they asked about Carney and things like that. And I said, you know, I'd be ecstatic to play Carney this year because that means we made it to the playoffs. <laughs> and a uh, little different situation than we thought, but look at that. We're in the playoffs and we're playing Carney. Um, and it, it's kind of awkward as this is the first time that I've watched film on a team and I could call the play what that team was calling them that I knew it that well enough. Now our verbiage has changed a little bit, uh, but it's amazing how much you remember once you start watching it a little bit or even going through things like, Hey, what type of special team space have they ran in the past or anything else that there's a, there's a lot of knowledge there. Now I got to give coach cool credit because he is always innovative um, in his offensive meetings with coach wink and the other coaches and defensively Carney's very, very sound and wants to make other teams make mistakes. So even if I knew exactly what they were calling, um, it would still be difficult to compete with the Bearcats. Um, but we're going to go out and uh, uh, do our very best as we've made a plan to hopefully attack some of those um, weaknesses that we think they might have. Coach, what do you think uh, you can accomplish in this football game? Uh, obviously, you've had trouble running the ball. Some of the passing is because you want to. Some of it's because you need to. Uh, we mentioned a couple of the guys. You've got some kids that can – get out there and make some tackles for you. There's no doubt about that in, in Gray and some of the other guys. Uh, what should you expect? Uh, what will have to happen for you guys to have a little success in this game? Um, the biggest thing is we need to execute. Uh, we have struggled with being young and stopping ourselves, uh, whether that's driving the field and then getting a false start penalty um, or aligning wrong um, or guys just going to the wrong spot on the play. Uh, so, if we can execute our game plan, we feel like we have a chance to play and to, to do some things offensively and also defensively, just being able to make sure that we're aligned correctly as Carney's going to do a lot of motioning and try to get the defense out of where they should be. Um, if we can stick with that motion aligned correctly and come up and have a chance to make the tackle, we like, we like our odds. All right, Coach, we'll let you get back to preparation, and uh, hopefully it's it. a good football night here. So best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's Dan Martin, head coach of the Lincoln Northeast Rockets, and we'll be back to Foster Field to chat with Brandon Cool of the Carney Bearcats as we get ready for Class A football here on ESPN Radio. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Class A football playoff action here on ESPN Radio and the Hogemeyer Hirons pregame show. Great to catch up again with the head coach, Brandon Cool under this totally different circumstances. Uh, this is the third different opponent we were supposed to be playing on this Friday night. Uh, and, Coach, I guess uh, we've, we've made it through the season. Uh, you were affected by COVID. But as we get ready for tonight, kind of what are, what are your thoughts on, on how these last uh, eight weeks have gone? Well, it's uh, definitely been uncharted waters. 
you don't get to play uh, uh, definitely the schedule that uh, NSAA sent to you here in February. And, and it's one of those things where, as you looked at it, there's some difficult teams on there. And we have definitely have had a difficult schedule. You're sitting two and four. You have a 33% winning percentage, and you're still the number nine seed in the bracket. And so, obviously, um, you know, we have pretty good representation in the state of Nebraska on where they think our kids are at. And that might be a little bit from the previous year's teams. Uh, they feel very confident in what we've done in the past. So, rightfully so, we sit at number nine and getting ready to uh, play Lincoln Northeast here tonight. How did you think, uh, now looking back on it, you guys handled having to take uh, some of those COVID dates off? Kicking the teeth. Should have never happened. Um, it's one of those things where, um, you know, just part of the business. Uh, obviously, um, there's some health officials and some other people involved with it that make those decisions. But uh, um, I guess I'm going to be pretty blunt. Should have never happened. We're talking with the head coach here, uh, Brandon Cool, as you get ready for playoff action. Now, what's what's the team look like? How do you think uh, you, you've told me they're pretty healthy, but uh, what do they look like uh, the way that you've played here the last couple? I know that's heartbreaking for Elkhorn South, but obviously, again, competed very well. Well, I, as you analyze the Elkhorn South, we had some opportunities. Um, both teams were kind of jockeying back and forth and uh, miscues here and miscues there on uh, both sides of the ball that uh, elevated uh, the team or the score to be 21 to 21 at the end of regulation. And then uh, obviously they just got into that Rhino package and, and worked straight downhill for us. And we turned the ball over in overtime. So we prepare mentally and physically for those overtime opportunities. And it just didn't work out for us. I love the competitiveness of our team. I love how they, um, uh, play on Friday night. So we're starting to gel together on both offensively, op, from an offensive perspective and, and defensive perspective. And as we continue on, we're going to have to get both groups on the same page. Brandon Cool, head football coach at Kearney High, joining us here ahead of their playoff game tonight with Lincoln Northeast. I got to ask you, we actually got the uh, clip sent in to us here at the Doug and Daddy Show about the touchdown slash interception after you looked at it. Uh, our view here was that they probably made the right call. I know you wanted your boys to have the touchdown. Uh, do you think they got it right? Well, I asked Caden Miller when he came off the field. All I think I needed to know was, did he bobble it? And when Caden said he did bobble it, and then it becomes a jump ball right away. Yeah. But if he would have got a clean cut, a clean catch, that was for sure a touchdown. So it doesn't matter. I mean, we by the standpoint, uh, the call didn't go our way. Um, last year at Grand Island, I mean, they, they called that a touchdown. I don't see anything different <laughs> than what the Elkhorn South is. So uh, we've been completely on the wrong end of the of the spectrum when it comes to those type of calls. We've been getting our our teeth knocked in, and we're some of these one of these days we're going to get somebody to help us out. Yeah, I saw a couple of tweets about that earlier this week that Carney just hasn't been getting a couple of calls out there. But uh, yeah, that that'd be nice. As Brandon Cools with this here, Coach, are you? Which side of the fence are you on? Would you rather been the eight seed with a bye or a nine seed in playing? We wanted to be the ninth seed or lower. We wanted to keep playing. We've only played six games this year. And after you get uh, beat uh, at Elkhorn South in, in, in overtime, um, I told those guys after the game, I go, guys, I hope we're in 9, 10, 11, 12. I hope we're in those positions because we need to play another game. We need to play another game. We need to get this taste out of our mouth. Uh, so we can get ready for number eight or number seven or number six, wherever we were going to be in the bracket. So this is a great scenario. We got everything set up the way we want it. Uh, we got a great draw here against Lincoln Northeast. We feel like we got even a, a, a great draw uh, if we win and, and go against uh, Gretna. So 
Uh, we feel like we have everything set up the way we want it. And the key is you got to play one week at a time because if you don't, you're checking in the following Monday. Well, obviously, you know a little bit about uh, Coach Martin over at Lincoln Northeast. Uh, talk about that and the conversations that you have had. Yeah, Coach Martin obviously played for us uh, here at Carney High School uh, when his dad, Russ, was at UNK. Graduated here, played for the UNK Lopers, um, got his degree. He came back, and he was a coach, an assistant, co- an assistant coach, and a teacher at Carney High School. And so um, our families are good friends. We spend some time together. And it's one of those things where Lincoln Northeast hired a perfect fit, a great role model for uh, the kids at Lincoln Northeast. Um, you know, he had an opportunity to do a couple other things. I mean, he had a couple other job opportunities or a couple other interviews. And it's just one of those things when Lincoln Northeast came back and, and wanted him to interview again that, hey, guys, I, I got I to gotta look at this opportunity. I go, yes, you do. And so he was eventually going to be a head football coach. And uh, if he can just weather the storm here and build his program the way he wants it, uh, he'll get Lincoln Northeast into a competitive mode here uh, fairly sure, fairly soon. Carney High football coach Brandon Cool here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. But there is a reason they are the last seed, the 24. They have struggled. They have struggled mightily the last couple of weeks. They haven't scored much. It looks like a team that uh, hasn't been able to run the football, maybe have a pretty nice uh, quarterback here in Collier. And, and as you kind of alluded to, and as Coach Martin said earlier in the pregame, uh, it's, it's definitely a rebuilding process. So how do you attack this game, Coach? I know you want to keep it clean. You might want to get it over as soon as you can, all those things, because everybody thinks it's a blowout, but it is playoff football. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, I think the biggest thing is you analyze Lincoln Northeast. There's no doubt about it. They've had a, a difficult time trying to score points here the last couple of weeks. And so you're going to have to win the field position. You're going to have to make Lincoln Northeast go the entire field, which has been difficult for them to do. And then uh, you got to be prepared because Daniel Martin knows what we do offensively and defensively. And so he'll have a couple of wrinkles in for us that we're probably not going to be prepared for. And that's one of those things where you got to keep your wits about you. Uh, understand the situation, but if we can kind of attack them early and get the game rocking and rolling the way we want it, we'll be just fine going in the second half. And uh, if uh, the Bearcats can win, we know it's Gretna. Uh, overall, we've talked all year long that you kind of wanted to stay away from one or two. Uh, it's a one game at a time, but coaches, you see the whole bracket. We always like to talk about it. When the journey begins, uh, what do you see anything different uh, than what we've just talked about here in Class A? No, I think uh, you never know with the uncharted waters. Um, a team that gets quarantined or a team that gets COVID, uh, they're out. They're done. Uh, they're checking it in. So I'm just saying it's, it could be crazy here for the next uh, three or four weeks on uh, the COVID and the uh, uh, COVID issues that uh, a lot of communities are having. So um, just keep your wits about you. Uh, get prepared. Make sure you have uh, everything on all cylinders as you compete in these uh, in, in these football games. And uh, as you uh, attack it, keep being competitive. You're going to have to win the field position. You're going to have to be very physical up front. You're going to have to do a great job of perimeter blocking and open field tackling. It's just the simple things that uh, your football team's going to have to do, our football team's going to have to do in order for us uh, to move on to the next round. All right, have the guys hang on to what could be a slick football tonight, Coach, and uh, we'll talk ahead of the Gretna game next week. Good luck. Sounds good. Thanks for your coverage. Brandon Cool, head coach of the Carney Bearcats here at Foster Field, getting ready to kick it off with Lincoln Northeast. And we'll look at the starting lineups right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show.
Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308 234 3500 Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition. Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Radio, KXPN Kearney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you and our producer engineer, Zane Jones, as we take a look at the starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, we'll take a look at the lineup for the Rockets of Lincoln Northeast. And here's how things go for Coach Dan Martin's squad. At center is number 71, a 5'10", 248-pound junior, Gavin Wilbur. At the guards, on the right side, number 79, 6'2", 277-pound sophomore, Riley Peterson. The left guard, number 55, 5'10", 225-pound junior, Isaiah Ramirez. At the tackles, on the right side, number 76, 6'1", 248-pound sophomore, Hannon Young. And the left tackle is number 52, 6'2", 215-pound junior, Austin Finney. As we take a look at your wide receivers, at the X, number 22, 6-foot, 153-pound senior, Josh Platter. The Y is number 11, 6'4", 223-pound junior, Dom Wynn. And the Z is 1050-pound senior, James Moorhead. In the backfield, they'll rotate between number 9, 5'11", 210-pound junior, Dylan Gray, and number 4, who's actually the leading rusher, 5'8", 156-pound junior, Xavier Gary. The head coach or the quarterback is number two, 6'3", 205-pound senior, Jeremiah Collier. The head coach is Dan Martin. They are looking for their first win of the season at Lincoln Northeast. For the Carney Bearcats, at center, number 58, 6'1", 265-pound senior, Aiden Brunner. The guards on the right side, number 50, 5'10", 205-pound senior, Carson Schnocker. The left guard, number 53, 6'2", 253-pound senior, Carter Krause. The tackles on the right side, number 55, 6'3", 240-pound senior, Gabe Van Winkle. And the left tackle, number 73, 6'2", 260-pound senior, Colden Grassmeyer. At the receiver position, at your X is an outstanding junior, number 10, 5'11", 165-pounder, Caden Miller. Your Y at the tight end, Peter Glantz, 6'3", 210-pound senior. And your Z is number 15, 6'170", pound senior, Seth Altwine. The halfback, number 13, 6'190", pound senior, Alex Shaw. And the I-back, number 27, 6'200", pound junior, is Parker Weiss. The quarterback, number 6, 6'1", 205-pound senior, Preston Pearson. 
The head coach of the Bearcats is Brandon Cool, assisted by Brad Archer, Steve Cherry, Brian Haas, Chad Carr, Pete Crop, Kyle Peters, Josh Redman, Brecken Reed, Brady Roeder, Riley Shoemaker, and Darren Van Winkle, two and four in the six games they have played this season. They are the number nine seed, though, because of the strength of that schedule, and the winner will take on Gretna next Friday. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Injury report. Nobody in the too deep that we have to really worry about. We do know that Cash Roseberry injured himself uh, in a non-football-related school PE class yesterday. There are a couple other guys that have been out for Kearney High, but to nothing that should affect them in tonight's football game. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. The Bearcats are coming out of the locker room. We're about ready to kick it off. Lincoln Northeast won the toss. They'll receive it. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. The playoffs begin in a minute. Pepco is the leading pest control company servicing commercial and residential properties in Kearney. Offering insect, rodent, and animal control will safeguard your property against damaging and unsightly intruders. We're certified and licensed by the state of Nebraska and have found long-lasting solutions for infestations since 1987. With our many years of experience, you can rely on us to protect your property. Pepco is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. And again, it's a little bit different feel here as the crowd is still limited, although it's more than just parents and family. You do get six per player. They do allow some of the rowdies to come in here in the second half of the season, starting back with that uh, Columbus game. So expecting to have a little bit of noise here tonight, but just not what you would normally expect for what's usually a jam-packed west side of the stadium as we get ready for the kickoff here. And for Lincoln Northeast, about what you would expect, a smattering of fans over there, maybe 50, maybe, maybe 25, I guess, if we recounted it. And so uh, that is what we have to deal with here tonight. Don't forget, you can also listen online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. All of our games on ESPN, Power 99, The Breeze, and 1230KHAS are streamed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Congratulations to the Kearney Bearcat volleyball team, finishing third in the Heartland Athletic Conference last night. And they will begin district play against Columbus at Lincoln Southwest Tuesday night at 6.30. Most likely we'll see Southwest again when we get to uh, the finals. So we're ready to kick the ball away and get our playoffs underway. Lincoln Northeast as putting his foot into it and burying that one. It'll be taken at the 7-yard line off the kick from James Dakin. Some room to the 10, 15, room up the middle of the field. Look out here for Gray, 20, 25. He's out to the 30 and finally upended there. Nice return and on the tackle, Caden Miller as the return men are very very speedy for Northeast. They've got some talent. It's just so, so young. And Xavier Gary returns that one about 23 yards here for the Lincoln Northeast Rockets. 
So the Rockets take over to start this football game. First and 10. They'll be at their own 30-yard line to start the football game. And can they get something going? And again, we do have a little bit of wind as we've had all day long. They're going to be going into it. And straight up the middle, of course, the quarterback in uh, Collier is the leading rusher, and he is going to keep that football. In fact, both quarterbacks the leading rusher for their teams. It's going to be a short gain up the middle. Maybe give him three out to about the 33-yard line, and that'll bring up second down and seven here for the Rockets. As you heard Coach Martin say, just you can kind of tell. I mean, they've got a ways to go. Uh, it takes a while to build the program back. Northeast, back in the day under Mark King, was uh, into the playoffs, but not so much anymore. Marty Gray split out wide to the right. Empty backfield wants to throw out here and cannot hook up at the 36-yard line. A short little sideline pattern trying to get it into the hands of Gary, but Collier incomplete. One of the things to watch there from Collier, we talked about it early in the pregame, is little short passes like that may set up something deep because he's definitely got the arm to air it down the field. Third down and seven as we're just underway on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you on this chilly Friday night here at Foster Field coming off the state cross-country meet, which we'll talk more about at halftime. And now out of the pistol one more time. Collier takes it. Three-step drop. Swings it out here into the right flat. Waits for it. It is complete at the 35-yard line, but it hung in the air forever. And Carney's able to come over and make the tackle after just a two-yard gain. And that'll bring up fourth down and five here for the Bearcats' defense. They have done three and out. And a punting situation here for the Lincoln Northeast Rockets. And big number 55, Isaiah Ramirez, is the punter. He's also your left guard. And Caden Miller is back to return it. Let's see how much he can get into the wind here. They fake it. It's a fake punt. They throw down the middle. There's nobody there. And Miller picked it off at the 50, and he's off to the races. 40-30, back to the middle of the field, and he's down to the 22-yard line. We talked about it multiple times in the pregame. Would Northeast just come out and throw caution to the wind? Trick play, trick play, onside kick, reverses. Well, the first time they get a chance to do it, it is picked off. There was nobody open there for Ramirez, but he wasn't going to be able to run it, so he threw it out there thinking maybe the worst would be an incompletion. And instead, Caden Miller comes away with the INT on the fake punt and returns it to the 21-yard line of Lincoln Northeast. First and 10. Option play here. They get it to Weiss. Off the left side, 15-10. Big hole, five. And one play, one score. Carney High. A 21-yard touchdown run on the opening touch of this football game for Parker Wise. And just like that, the Bearcats up 6 to nothing. Obviously not what Coach Martin was hoping. Hoping they might be able to hit some of that fake punt, maybe get on the board, hang around for a while, show their kids that uh, they could compete here. But that backfired, and they'll be getting the ball right back. As Dakin attempts the extra point kick, it's on the way, and this one is just inside the left upright. And it is good. 10-19 to go in the first quarter. Our five points bank touchdown. A 21-yard run from Parker Weiss. And the score, Carton 7, Lincoln Northeast, nothing. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. 
They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. And Dakin ready to put this football in the air again. It will be returnable, taken by Northeast. Again at the seven-yard line. Same play here for Gray. He gets from the right hash all the way over to the numbers on the left, 15-20, and he'll be brought down from behind at about the 22-yard line. Looked like it was Parker Weiss over there to make the tackle. And it'll be first down and 10 here for Lincoln Northeast. Carney scoring here on their first offensive play of the game after the interception on the fake punt. And it is 7-0 Bearcats here in the first quarter. You can follow along on our Platte River Preps scoreboard, just like we do, PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's up and online for the games that are going on tonight, including Kearney Catholic Cozad on Power 99. So Collier, the quarterback, in the shotgun, fumbles the snap. It's bouncing around on the turf, and they're able to cover it in the backfield. Jumping on it is Platter back there. So some troubles here early on for Lincoln Northeast. The ball will be placed all the way back at around the 17-yard line, a loss of eight on the play. It'll be second down and 18. These are the problems we've seen from Northeast. They have not scored a touchdown in their last two football games, shut out and 45-pointed in both of those. In fact, they have only scored more than once three times this year. Two, the first two games they did. Collier now in the pocket, scrambling, nowhere to go. He's going to get sacked. Back and around the 13-yard line, a host of blue in there. Carney got off the pile with the football, and they're going to give it to him. Bearcats have the football. Off the bottom of the pile is Gabe Van Winkle to recover the fumble. And a first down and just outside the 10, I believe. Yeah, they're going to mark it at about the 13-yard line. So it'll be first and 10, and the Bearcats have a chance to put two scores on the board here in the first three minutes, plus because of turnovers from Lincoln Northeast. First down and 10 at the 13. Out of the pistol, Pearson. Weiss to his left. The lefty wants to throw towards the end zone, and it is tipped, and it is caught. Preston Pearson able to find Jack Johnson for the 13-yard touchdown. And Carney has run two offensive plays, and they have two touchdowns to show for it here. 2.16 to go, or excuse me, 9.16 to go here in the first quarter. And it is 13-0 in favor of the Bearcats. They hustle out there to kick the extra point, wasting no time. Pearson with the hole. They drop it. Dakin tries to pick it up, and the conversion is no good. 
So the extra point doesn't go, but our five points bank touchdown, a 13-yard pass from Pearson to Johnson. And with 9.16 to go in the first, Carney 13, Lincoln Northeast nothing. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. When it comes to harvest, what does reducing your harvest time by days or even weeks mean to you? Depending on Mother Nature, that may mean thousands. This is why our employees at Aurora Cooperative understand just how valuable your harvest time is because we know the environment doesn't wait. We know that harvest speed is real time and real money for our owners. If you want to speed up your harvest, come to an Aurora Cooperative grain facility and see the difference for yourself. Our lights will be on until yours are off this season. We are your grain destination. Aurora Cooperative, tougher together, we know your roots. Gary and Moorhead back deep. Dakin kicks it to Gary again, takes it at the four, up the right numbers to the 10, to the 15, but he'll be brought down short of the 20-yard line, and that's where Lincoln Northeast will take over. Two possessions, two turnovers, two one-play drives for Carney. A 21-yard run by Parker Weiss, a 13-yard touchdown pass from Pearson to Johnson, and Lincoln Northeast will take over at their own 16-yard line. On by far the coldest night of the football season. And Kearney High with 30 degrees as their temperature feels like 21 with winds out of the north. They at least have calmed down from this afternoon at about 10. Collier fakes the handoff to the first back, gives it off to the second back in Xavier Gary. Gary tries to get to the right side, and he's going to get limited yardage. This has been the story with that very young offensive line all season long. Let's give two yards on the carry to Xavier Gary. And it'll be second down and eight. Our state football playoff action on ESPN and all Platte River radio stations brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Second down and eight. Collier stays out of that pistol formation. He'll send Gary in motion. Option to the short side here. Late pitch gets to the corner, but they run out of real estate and stepping out of bounds at the 23-yard line. A gain of about four on the play for Lincoln Northeast. They do use quite a few backs out there. And that was not Gary that carried the football. Still waiting to kind of unpile him here and see who it was. Four-yard gain nonetheless. Gage LeMay carried the football. And it's going to be third down and four as they break the huddle at their own 23-yard Empty backfield. Quarterback draw. Starts left. Has to go right. He's going to have enough for the first down. Gets to the corner to the 30, and he'll be tackled out of bounds at around the 31-yard line. Nice job by Collier, and he is put down by Alex Shaw. Gain of nearly eight on the play. It'll be the first first down of the ball game for Lincoln Northeast, and they need a few of those just to keep the clock moving, give themselves some confidence. Find a way to get things going in this football game. Not expected to really hang around much, but just execute a few nice plays. Twins in the backfield now, splitting the quarterback. Collier hands it off on the right side. That's going to be Dylan Gray. Gray around the 40. He's out to the 41, and they keep running out of bounds. 
And that will stop the clock with 7.51. And they're going to say he didn't quite get out of bounds. The officials are cold, too. They're going to wind it. That's going to be a gain of nine on the play for Gray. And it'll be second down and one. Again, good crowd here. And there's still those fans that set up on the hill to the north side of the stadium. And tonight, that's a good idea because you can stay in your vehicle and be warm and listen to our radio broadcast tonight on ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining us. Second and one. Same play. Gray off the right side, but this time nowhere to go. He's going to be stopped. Barely got back to the line of scrimmage. And off the bottom of the pile that time for Carney High is Glant. No gain on the play for Gray. It'll be third down and one. 7-11 and counting here in the first quarter. Carney's already on top 13 to nothing. They've run two offensive plays. Touchdowns. Northeast tried a fake punt that was picked off by Caden Miller. Then they fumbled inside their own 15. And Pearson hit Johnson. Third and one. Four wideouts here. Let's see if Collier just keeps it himself. That's exactly what it is. Design quarterback run. Carney knows it, and they just swallow him up after a loss of a yard. He's down at the 40-yard line. It'll be fourth down and two. And I would imagine Northeast probably just going to go for it. And Winkle off the bottom of the pile, but everybody was over there. There was good pursuit from a variety of players, including Ndugwa. DeAndre was over there. He's on spot for the coach, Brandon Cool. And Lincoln Northeast will trot Collier back out here to the huddle. And they break it quickly. They'll go four wideouts again, same formation they just ran quarterback follow with. Fourth and two. They don't think they're going to get the playoff, so Coach Martin calls our first timeout of the ball game. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Class A opening round of the 2020 playoffs. 6.06 to go in the first. Kearney 13, Northeast nothing. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Don't forget the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet as we are here towards the end of October. Maybe you've got a Bearcat that you think is deserving of the award. So now it's an empty backfield for the quarterback, Jeremiah Collier, on fourth. At about a yard and a half, they will send in motion Gary. They'll give it to him on the jet sweep. He'll cut it up. He gets to the 41. He gets hit. He gets bounced backwards, but he keeps his legs, and he's able to move forward and get the first down on second effort out to the 45-yard line. A gain of four that time for Xavier Gary, and Northeast picks up their second first down on this drive. It'll be first and 10 at their own 45-yard line, trailing 13 to nothing here in the first quarter. Again, empty backfield, Collier, hitch and go. He wants to throw it deep, but Glantz putting pressure on him. He'll throw it underneath, then behind his intended target at the Kearney 44-yard line, trying to get it out to Xavier Gary. Good pressure by Glant because he was looking deep and had to be forced to just throw it back to the middle of the field 
and the ball falls incomplete. Let's take a look at some early scores on the Platte River Prep scoreboard. Carney Catholic, Spencer Hoagland is knocked through a field goal. They lead Kozad 3-0. Adams Central is in the end zone for a 7-0 lead over Fillmore Central. Gothenburg's also hit a field goal to take a 3-0 lead over Holdridge. Seward leads Aurora 7-0, and Hastings scores first 7-0 over Northwest. On second down, wants to throw again, looks left, well covered. Now rolling right, in some trouble, is going to have to dump this one away and has an intended receiver at the 40-yard line, but definitely throwing it away. It's incomplete. And so Collier trying to get it to Gary again, and it'll be fourth, the third down and 10. As we said, Collier likes to throw the ball. They throw the ball probably more out of necessity than they do anything else because they just haven't been able to run the ball, and when they do, it's usually the quarterback, Collier, that does. Third and 10 northeast at their own 45-yard line. 5.36 to go here in the first. They're down 13-0. Collier with a blocking back. Quick little swing pass out here in the flat at the 50-yard line, and he bounces it to his intended receiver in Deshaun McGinnis. And now... They're going to have to punt the football away, you would assume, after getting a couple of first downs and then unable to move the chains here. And back to punt it away again will be number 55, Isaiah Ramirez. Again, last time he tried the fake punt. Just nobody was open for him. And Caden Miller, who is the kick returner, saw what was happening. He came up on the dead run and picked it off and returned it to the 21. Parker Weiss took it in on the next play. So McGinnis. Will boot it away this time. A short end-over-end kick. Miller has to let it bounce because it was so short. That's going to play well for Lincoln Northeast because it's going to roll about 13 yards down to the 14-yard line. So it ends up being a pretty nice punt of 41 yards with a little wind at his back. And Carney High now will take over at their own 15-yard line. First down and 10. Bearcats already up 13 to nothing as quarterback Preston Pearson guides them out there. Here comes Peter Glant, the tight end. Plays both ways here for Coach Cool and the crew. And they'll send trips to the left side. Wide is Cade Miller. No one to the right. That's where Glant is the tight end. And it'll be an inside handoff here to Parker Weiss off the right side. He is trying to get free from a leg tackle here, and he's going to get about three out to the 18-yard line. His lineman, Carter Krause, was trying to push him through that leg tackle there of the Lincoln Northeast Rockets, Gage LeMay and crew. So a gain of three. And Weiss, two carries for 24 yards. That's just the third offensive play Carney has run here in the football game. Bunch to the left side, all in tight. This time they give it to Dutenhofer, the backup running back. He pops to the outside, 20, 25. He's got the first down, 30, 35. Stiff arm still running at the 40, and they finally shove him out of bounds at the 38-yard line. A gain of 20 for Chris Dutenhofer, and Carney will have a first down. Dutenhofer does a good job running the football here. Actually, he is the second leading rusher. Weiss only had 180 yards coming into the ball game. And that was his third touchdown tonight. Pearson, 283. Dutenhofer, 204. So neither team a stellar runner, but looks like we've got a hold. They are marching this baby backwards. Our first penalty of the ball game is going to be a hold on Carney. And instead of a first down at the 38, it is second down and 16 back at their own nine. So tough one here for... Carney High after the 10-yard penalty, although 
early on. They have shown no signs of being stopped by the Northeast defense. Three-man front here. Now they'll bring LeMay up there as a defensive end. He'll come up on the line maybe for some pressure. And they'll give it to Dutenhofer again. Off the right side, the ball stripped. The ball's on the ground. It's fumbled. It looks like Northeast may have it at the 14-yard line. It bounced around for a long, long time, and Northeast has covered the football. LeMay was on the bottom of the pile with Jack Stewart, and I believe it was LeMay that covered the fumble, and that was one of the things that Coach Cool talked about in the pregame interview. And that'll be the first turnover. He said one of the things that would keep Lincoln Northeast in this would be turnovers. And this is a turnover deep in Bearcat territory at the 14-yard line of Kearney. 13-0, Kearney high. But now Northeast in business as Collier has twin running backs. He'll hand it off to Dylan Gray off the right side. There's just nothing there. Gets just inside the nine. Might have got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it. And it'll be second down and 10. At 14. We have more high school football next week. Again, teams that are still in the playoffs in eight-man will be playing on Friday, including Kennesaw at Allen. That's a 4.30 game. Pleasanton goes to Wynott, still waiting for a kickoff time on that. Uh, Arcadia Loop City is at home in Loop City to take on Stanton at 6 o'clock. 7 o'clock, Elm Creek will host Nebraska Christian. Second down now, and they give it off to Gray again off the right side, and he runs right into the waiting arms there of Ndugwa and goes nowhere. So Gray had nine the first time, and he has went 0-0-0 since then. Also Caden Johnson in there on the tackle, and it's third down and 10. Ball at the 15. Need to get just inside the five for the first down. It might even be closer to third and 11 here. 13-0, Carney. Three minutes still to go here in the first quarter on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. So on third down, will they go to the air? And back to pass. Collier has time in the pocket. Throws over the middle, and it is incomplete. Just a little short there of James Moorhead. And bearing down on the quarterback Collier for Carney High was Gabe Van Winkle again. And now it is fourth down. Lincoln Northeast recovers the fumble, and they have not been able to move it forward. They're still at the Bearcat 15. I haven't discussed special teams too much with the Coach Martin outside of the kick returns. and They're going to take some time before sending the play in. Offensive line for as young as they were or are did a didn't call you that time. He had time to complete the route. Trips to the left. Fourth down. We'll call it 11 at the Carney 15-yard line. Collier takes the snap, immediately rolls left, has some pressure from Van Winkle, and then he just tries to throw it out here in the flat. It's behind the line of scrimmage. It'll be covered at the 28-yard line by Lincoln Northeast, but it is Carney high football. Incomplete pass on that one ends up being better. Carney's going to gain another 13 yards on that one on the fourth down loss. So negative yards so far in the football game after that play for Lincoln Northeast. And Kearney will take over at their own 28-yard line. Already their fourth possession here of the first quarter. Again, they had one play drives the first two times and then fumbled it here the last time, but their defense up to the task and didn't allow a single yard to Northeast. 
In motion for Carney High is going to be Shaw. They'll hand it off right side, get Parker Weiss the ball. He's got room up the right side, 35-40. They still haven't shoved him out, 45. He's going to get to midfield. He's going to get into Rocket territory at the 48-yard line, a 24-yard run for Parker Weiss to double his rushing total for the night. And we could see a lot of kids get in the game tonight, and something like this tonight for Weiss obviously could be his best night of the year at the running back position. Miller splits out wide to the left. Shaw is in the slot. They will send him in motion from left to right. And hand it off again off the right side. Room for Weiss. Breaks a tackle at the 40 and gets down to the 36-yard line. That's going to be close to the first down. Should be enough for the first down, and it is. 12 more for Parker Weiss. And the Bearcats are on the move, starting this at their own 28-yard line. Already to the 36 of Lincoln Northeast. This time they will send Trevor Cumston out wide to the left. Still three wide outs with a tight end on the right side. And they like running it that way, so Weiss gets it again. Lowers his shoulder to run over a man, and that's going to get him three or four. But we do have a penalty flag right where he turned the corner, and I think we're going to have a hold. The man that Parker ran over, I believe, was being held, and that's exactly what the call is going to be. So the second hold on Carney High, and that'll make it second down and 20. Two minutes to go here in quarter number one. Again, congratulations to Hannah Godwin for the third straight year meddling at the state cross-country meet. She finished fourth late this afternoon at the Country Club. And we'll run down that more coming up at halftime. Still 13-0 Carney. They face a first and officially 19. Pearson back to pass. The lefty has time. Throws it out here in the flat. And it's going to be complete to his tight end at the 35-30. And hauling it in is going to be Jack Johnson, who had the first touchdown reception. Those are the only two pass plays that Carney has thrown so far. And they'll mark him down at about the 29. That's going to be a gain of 16. And so it'll be second down and three. The Bearcats chew off all of that holding penalty yardage and more. Second and three at the Northeast 29. The Rockets act like they're going to bring some pressure. They want to throw again out here in the flat. Complete for the first down, a short one to the 25-yard line. And move the chains here again as Seth Altwine hauls it in. Going to be just about a four-yard gain. Maybe they'll say five and enough for another first down here for Carney as they continue to move the chains here on this drive with 90 seconds to go in quarter number one, and they are up 13 to nothing. Nothing special. Carney just kind of going through it. Practice mentality here with Weiss off to the left hip of his quarterback, Pearson. They'll give it to Parker. Parker wants to come up the middle, just run over his center. He has to wait a while, but a hole does develop, and he'll get to the 20 to the 19-yard line. It's going to be a gain of five for Weiss. And bring up second down and five as they're in the red zone once again here for the Bearcats. Trying to come out with that business like a... And take care of business here tonight. Advance on to Gretna next Friday. Twins to the left. Altwine splits out to the wide side, the right side. Second down and five here for the Bearcats at the 20-yard line. 
Pearson looks right over the middle for his tight end, and he makes a great catch at the seven and brought down at the five-yard line. Beautiful reception by Alex Shaw. That's going to be a gain of 14 on the play, and Pearson is four for four so far. First and goal, Bearcat, from the six-yard line. First and goal here for Carney. They're going to mark it at the six. And Carney has to run one more play. Play clock is at 13. The game clock's at 16. Be surprised if it's anything but a handoff to Weiss here. First and goal at the six. Pearson run an option. He's going to keep it. He's hit at the four. He continues to drive to the three to the two, and he'll be brought down there as the first quarter comes to an end on Preston Pearson's first carry. It'll be second and goal, Carney, at the Northeast two when we start the second quarter. It's the Bearcats 13, the Rockets of Lincoln Northeast nothing. You're listening to the Class A State Playoffs on ESPN Radio. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. And welcome back to the state football playoffs on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton. Kearney is already up 13 to nothing, and they have it second and goal at the Lincoln Northeast 2 here for the opening play of quarter number 2. Double tight end set with Weiss in the backfield. Jack Johnson in motion from left to right. Pearson. Hands it to Parker, follows Johnson, gets into the end zone for his second touchdown of the evening. Two yards for Parker Weiss, 67 yards on six carries and two touchdowns. And with 11.55 to go here in the second quarter of play, our five points bank touchdown, a two-yard run from the junior Parker Weiss. And they will hustle Dakin in there to attempt the extra point. Made the first one, they bobbled the snap on the second one. And the extra point kick here is high, and it is no good. They're going to say it was pushed to the left. So 0 for 2 here on the last two. But Carney High still cruising with 11.55 to go here in the first half. Carney 19, Lincoln Northeast nothing, and we're back with more in a moment on ESPN. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Hello area ranchers, this is Ryan Wells with Wells Flying Service and Nutrient Ag Solutions. 
Harvest is moving along as fast as possible, and everybody is busy in the field right now. But don't forget, you'll be bringing cattle back to stock shortly. And when you're out in your pastures, make sure you look at the grass and see if a fall pasture sprain would be beneficial to your operation. Applying Corteva's Torton 22K or Graze On Next to your pasture are excellent choices to help your pasture for your next grazing season. They have great residual control for a variety of annoying grass-robbing weeds. Contact any of your area of Nutrient Ag Solutions sales representatives, and they will be happy to help. If you do not have a Nutrient Sales contact, call 308-995-4646, and we'll get you in contact with the right location and the salesperson. Also, ask about our Nutrient 0% financing program. So remember, Wells Flying Service and Nutrient Ag Solutions with locations in Holdridge, Ogallala, Campbell, Cozad, Kearney, Ravenna, Hartwell, Hastings, Oxford, Elwood, Arapaho, and Alma. 308-995-4646. Well, into the wind this time. The kick by Dakin bounces at the 10 and rolling picked up there by Gary at the 4. And he's not going to get much of a return to the 10 and brought down at the 15. So that's where the Rockets will start this possession, trailing 19 to nothing. First and 10 at their own 15-yard line. Quarterback follow, nothing on the left side, and Glant comes through the backfield and drops Collier behind the line of scrimmage. Also back there was Colton Yerick. They each had one of the legs. It was a wishbone situation and nowhere to go for the quarterback in Jeremiah Collier. They'll be kind and give him the line of scrimmage. He's got four carries for 10 yards. Gary, two carries, six yards. Gray, four carries, nine yards. LeMay, one carry, four yards, but they had a 21-yard loss on a fumble that they covered and another eight-yard loss on a fumble they recovered. Second down, 10. Motion, Gary, from left to right, and they try the jet sweep. He stuck it on his hip. The ball's on the ground. It looks like Carney may be on top of it. And Peter Glantz got it. The third turnover of the football game for Lincoln Northeast, and that's just simple. Collier just shoved it in there way too hard. He just didn't put it in the belly of his running back, Xavier Gary. Put it right off his hip. He had no chance at that one. So Peter Glant with the fumble recovery at the Lincoln Northeast 14-yard line. All three turnovers by Lincoln Northeast have been in their territory and two inside the red zone. One at the 13, this at the 14. Split out wide to the right is going to be Braden Anderson as Pearson calls the cadence. First and 10, wants to throw, looking right, now steps in the pocket over the middle. He's got his man in the middle of the end zone. Touchdown, Carney High. And once again, Jack Johnson, no, excuse me, that's Caden Miller. Caden Miller hauls it in right in the chest of Caden Miller. And so he now has a touchdown reception on the night. And Pearson is 5 for 5 through the air with two touchdown passes. And Carney now up 25 to nothing, two scores in less than a minute. And this time again, the snap is bobbled, but... They're able to get the kick through by Dakin. And another one-play drive. That's three touchdowns that have been just one play for Carney High. Our five-points bank touchdown is that nice 14-yard pass from Pearson to Miller. 11-0-1 to go. First half, Carney 26, Lincoln Northeast nothing. 
tired of looking at your family as they stare into their phones? Why not give them something incredible to look at, like Mother Nature, while cruising around in a new or used boat from Buzz's Marine? Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, can help you and your family unplug and de-stress in a healthy way on the water. They have sport and surf boats, deck boats, fishing boats, and pontoons and triple tunes. Whatever you choose, you can't lose. Find out more today at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer at 5th and Central Kearney, or online at buzzesmarine.com. Doug Duda back with our producer-engineer, Zane Jones, as Pearson hits Miller, and it is now 26 to nothing. Kearney High taking advantage of Lincoln Northeast mistakes. Hard to really get the ball moving when you're leaving it on the turf. Tough one here so far for the Rockets, and this time Dakin punches it. It'll be taken out of the air at about the 12-yard line. Momentarily drop, but picked up there and stumbling and not getting any farther up the field is going to be Moorhead. James just got bit by the turf monster and he will be brought down at around the 14-yard line. Let's see where they officially mark it even farther backwards. They're going to say that they're not going to give him his forward progress, doesn't look like. Still haven't marked the football. The 12... That's where it's going to be. First and 10 at the 12 for the Rockets. Don't forget, coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We've got a lot for you, more than just our football here tonight, but we will look at the first half stats, some scores, the playoff bracket. We'll look back at state cross country, a little high school volleyball. Of course, the Huskers get going tomorrow as well. So now looking over to the sideline for the play is Jeremiah Collier. And they may be late running somebody onto the field here. LeMay splits out wide to the left. And coming out there is Yvonne Ilumay, and that was just busted from the beginning. Northeast is going to have to call their second time out here of the first half. 10.54 remaining in what has been a fairly long, but uh, so far so good. Good first 14 minutes for Kearney High. 26-0 over Lincoln Northeast. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. New running back in the game for Northeast is Connor Alley. He's going to take it right up the middle, but just get two for the freshman. Urich and company in on the tackle for Carney and Weiss at second down and eight. Carney looks to bring pressure back to pass. Is the quarterback Collier has time, throws it deep down the middle, and finally a big play. 45 and tripped up just short of midfield as it is Chase Morehouse to haul it in. That's going to be a 36-yard completion and by far the biggest play of the night for Lincoln Northeast. And I would not be shocked, as we said in the pregame, that we start to see a lot more of this. Stand back and chuck it. You can't do it all the time. Carney would 
switch things up here, but they were trying to bring some pressure up on the line. Didn't get to Collier that time, and he was able to stripe it right down the middle. So good pass there by the senior, Jeremiah Collier. First and 10 right at midfield, but it is 26-0 Kearney with 9.50 to go in the first half. Collier trying a little wheel route to the sideline, and what a play to tip it away. Nice job out there to knock that away by the Bearcats. And I think that, once again, yeah, there he comes. The defensive end in in Dugua. And it'll be second and ten. Trying to come up with back-to-back big plays there. The passing game of Lincoln Northeast. 26 to nothing. Kearney scored on their first two plays of the game, and Lincoln Northeast has committed three turnovers to kind of help the Bearcats out a little bit. Second out and 10, and once again, confusion on the offensive side of the football, and Northeast has to call their final timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need is specializing in you. 9.46 to go first half in the Class A playoffs. Kearney 26 Lincoln Northeast, nothing. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area student-athletes good luck in their competition. Stop in to Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad, Becca, and the entire team at Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913. Located in Elm Creek at 121 North Tyler Street. Other scores tonight, Kearney Catholic leads Kozad 10-0 in the second quarter. Hastings and Northwest 7-7 in the second. York leads Lexington 6-0. Seward leads Aurora 7-6 in the second. Adams Central over Fillmore Central 21-0 in the second. Right here, it's Kearney 26, Lincoln Northeast nothing. And we've played just over two minutes here in the second quarter. Collier with a little slant pattern that's going to be knocked away. Parker Weiss, the linebacker, got his paw on it. And that'll bring up third down and 10 as they try to go with just a little sit-down on the seam to Moorhead. Collier has put the ball in the air already nine times, but has only completed two of them, including that 36-yarder earlier on this drive. So third down and 10 as Collier gets the call from the sideline. Bearcats up 26 to nothing. But each one of those incomplete passes stopping the clock here. In the end, many people think we're going to get that running clock by halftime. Let's find out. Back to pass Collier. Scrambles, throws it deep, but there's nobody there. His wide receiver, Moran, just uh, stopped his route. He saw the trouble, so he came to a stop and was going to come back, and it was about that time that Collier threw the ball into a harmless area, and that'll bring up fourth down and 10 right at midfield now for the punter, Isaiah Ramirez, for Lincoln Northeast. That's how the theatrics got started tonight. Ramirez on a fake punt threw an interception to Caden Miller, who returned it back to the 21-yard line, and then Parker Weiss scored on the very first play. Now he'll boot it away. Miller back deep. And Ramirez, some pressure on him, but he gets it away. There's a nice high punt. Miller's going to field it at the 13-yard line, and he wants to take off to the right side, 15-20. Gets to the sideline, 30, and one man saves it. Or he had the sidelines all the way as Wynn got over there. Dom Wynn, it looked like, to shove him out of bounds. A punt that time of 37 yards. 
And for Miller, he returns it from the 13 out to the 36, a 23-yard gain, so a net of 14 on the punt for Lincoln Northeast. And the Bearcats will take over first and 10 at their own 36-yard line, leading it 26 to nothing with 9.26 to go in the second quarter of play. Pearson now shouting instructions to his wide receiver, Alex Shaw, who now comes into the slot on the left side. Option play to the left side. Pearson keeps it, has a hole out to the 40, and he's going to be caught from behind as he gets out to the 41-yard line. Good job in there on the pursuit again. And Elome was in there on the play. Nice job by Elome. It's going to be a gain of five on the play for Pearson, just his second carry of the ball game. Ball out at the 45, 46-yard line, we'll officially call it. Twins to the short side. And again, option to the short side. Pearson decides to pitch it forward to Dutenhofer, and he is going to have the first down before shoved out of bounds in rocket territory at the 46-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 13. Dutenhofer had a nice run in the first quarter that was called back by a holding penalty, and then on the very next play, he had it punched out of his hands, and that's Carney's lone turnover so far in the contest. No penalties on Lincoln Northeast so far. Carney did have two holding calls in the first quarter. But from that standpoint, it's been a pretty clean game. And split out wide to the left will be Trevor Cumston on the short side. Twins to the... And they'll hand it off. Dutenhofer stays in there, and he'll get three or four more. Just runs it between right guard and right tackle up there, which is Carson Schnocker and Gabe Van Winkle. Bring him down at about the 42-yard line, a gain of four for Dudenhofer. So Carney High on a drive this time. They've only had one real legit drive in the football game that Weiss was able to finish off, although it was still a short field. Second down and six at the Rocket 42-yard line. Dugo will move from the right end to the left. They'll run option again this side. Pitch it to Weiss, who's now your running back. He'll tuck it up and again run. No, it's Dutenhofer, and he'll run out of bounds. So, again, the clock stops, but it is enough for a first down at the 34-yard line, a gain of eight. And the Bearcats move the chains again. As back into the ball game for Carney will be Will Luthans. And Pearson picks up the play. Three straight options to the left side. Twins to the right. Braden Anderson and Max Myers are out there. Now they've got a slot receiver for trips to the right side, and they'll just simply hand it off to Dutenhofer, and Chris just plows forward off the left guard for a gain of a couple of yards, and on the tackle for Lincoln Northeast was Jace Riffle, the junior linebacker. It's going to be a gain of three on the play. 28 yards now on five carries. For Chris Dutenhofer. Doesn't take much time in the huddle. They're ready to go again. Same formation, trips to the right, same play. Dutenhofer, and he got hit in the backfield, swallowed up, and there comes the Northeast defense with a nice play in Brees Ilume. Brees and his brother Ivan, uh, speaking with Coach Martin before the game earlier this week, said that these are two young men that have come in from Africa, overseas, didn't know anything about the game of football, but they have become very good football players. They're still young as most of this team is, and Coach Martin blending together a lot of different players here 
as Dutenhofer gets nothing on the play. It'll be third down and seven at the 31-yard line of the Rockets. Pearson wants to throw, looking right all the way, out into the flat, short completion for a yard to the 30-yard line, and upended right there on the play by Lincoln Northeast defensive back Lane Sana. And it'll be fourth down and six. So Pearson is still perfect, six of six. But Jack Dahlgren didn't have a whole lot of room. He got hit as soon as he caught it. And the Bearcats may be a little too far to try a field goal here from James Dakin. Yeah, that was Myers. I was going with our buddy Ford Clark, the PA man. I thought maybe he had a better view of it, but called it in. Fourth and six. I think Carney's going to end up using a timeout here. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. It would be a 47-yard field goal. Let's see what Coach Cool decides. 26-0 Carney here with 5.56 to go. Second quarter on ESPN. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. We're back in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Foster Field on the campus of the University of Nebraska at Kearney where the Bearcats are going to go for it. Fourth and six at the Lincoln Northeast 30-yard line. Pearson's got twins to the right. Lone wide receiver to the left. Tight end situation looking right all the way. Pearson throws over the middle, complete to his tight end at the 21-yard line. 22 enough for the first down. That's going to be a gain of eight on the play to Shaw. And again, Pearson looking good so far in this football game after an eight-yard completion and moving the chains for Carney High. They're at the 22-yard line. Offensive line doing a good job giving Pearson time to throw that football as well. He doesn't dilly-dally around back there in the pocket. But he also sometimes looks at one receiver a long time. He looked him off that time and went to his tight end. Anderson to the wide side. Now they're going to send... Man in motion from right to left, Myers handed off to that side and stuck at the 20-yard line and driven backwards again is Dutenhofer. And the first guy through there to put his big paws on him for Lincoln Northeast. Number 55, Isaiah Ramirez. Short gain on the play. Going to give him three. It'll be second down and seven here for Carney. Again, don't forget tomorrow, Hastings College hosting Briarcliff on 1230 AM KHAS at 1 o'clock. The Huskers and Ohio State pregame at 6, kickoff at 11 on the Breeze, 94.5. Second and seven Bearcats at the 19-yard line of Lincoln Northeast. Option to the right side, Pearson pitches it to Dutenhofer. It's well covered, and he will not get back to the line of scrimmage. He will be shoved out of bounds by Josh Platter. Well covered that time by the linebacking crew 
for Lincoln Northeast. Going to be a loss on the play of one. And so that'll bring up third down and eight for the Bearcats at the 20-yard line. So now they would be in field goal range. As Luthans comes in, can they convert them? 4-10 and counting in the first half. The Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up 26 to nothing. Kearney High, Grand Island has a 14 to nothing lead over Lincoln Pius X. Now make it 17 to nothing as they've just gone to halftime over at Islander Stadium. And before we can get the play away, it looks like Coach Cool wants to call a timeout. So the second timeout of this drive brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Back with more in a moment. Amigos Mexi Fries and Famous Ranch Dressing are a number one duo that everyone in Nebraska can agree on. No vote needed. Now until Election Day, just to make your days happier, Amigos is giving you a free side of ranch with every order of Mexi Fries. That's right, free ranch with Mexi Fries until November 3rd. Don't forget to vote. And don't forget to enjoy fan-favorite Mexi Fries with Famous Ranch. Only at Amigos. This ad has been sponsored and paid for by Amigos, working to bring joy to October. Scores that we have for you in Class B at the half. Lexington 7, York 6. It's still Hastings and Northwest 7-7 in the second. Seward leads Aurora 7-6 in the second. It is Sutton 19, Donovan Trumbull 6 in the second. Adams Central over Fillmore Central 28-0. Central City over Wood River Shelton 26-0. Kearney Catholic over Cozad 10-0. Gothenburg over Holdridge 9-0. All games in the second quarter. We're looking for scores on Minden Broken Bow, St. Paul Twin River, Central Catholic Centura, and St. Cecilia Superior. If you have them, 646-0506. On third and long, around the left end, Dutenhofer again. Every play is designed to just run out of bounds or take it to the end zone right now. Wide, wide, wide. And Chris is going to be shoved out of bounds right at the first down marker at the 11-yard line. And they're going to say that's good enough for a first down here at the 11 on a nine-yard gain from Dutenhofer. 11 first downs unofficially for Carney. Three for Lincoln Northeast. Bearcats trying to stick in one more here before halftime. Get to 32 and then the extra point. So first and 10 at the 11. Pearson. Calls the cadence, wants to throw, sets in the pocket, fires it to the corner of the end zone, and it's complete to Will Luthans. And the third touchdown pass of the ball game for Preston Pearson. 11 yards. He's got a 13-yarder and a 14-yarder. Well-run route there by Will. Went right up the seam. There were two defenders, and he got him to bite on his move and then cut to the outside, backpedaled, waiting for the football to get to him, and now taken for the extra point. He'll boot this one away, and it is good. Our five points bank touchdown, five points bank, the better bank in Carney, an 11-yard touchdown pass from Pearson to Luthans, 3.39 to go first half. Carney 33, Lincoln Northeast, nothing. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. 
We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Taking a high spinning kick, returnable, taken at the 9-yard line this time. Up to the 15, breaking a tackle at the 20 is Brees Elome. He's going to be tripped up as he gets to the 23-yard line, and that's where Northeast will start this drive. Again, as always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports, and thanks for making us your home for Bearcat football as they begin the playoffs. Always fun to cover the Bearcats, the Kearney Catholic Stars, and all those in our listening area. They're going to officially mark the ball at the 22. Northeast is out of timeouts. So if they get in a situation where they don't have the right personnel or don't get the playing in time, they're going to have to eat it. Trips to the left side here for Jeremiah Collier, and he will empty the backfield with Gary. Send him that way. It's a swing pass out to Gary, complete, and then he falls down untouched. He kind of lunged to catch the football. And all he did was get back to the line of scrimmage. That's only the third completed pass of the game for Lincoln Northeast. It keeps the clock running with 3.20 to go here in the first half. Our state football playoff action brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration, 33-0 Carney High. Three touchdown passes for Preston Pearson and two touchdown runs for Parker Weiss. The five touchdowns here for Carney High. This time trips to the wide side of the field for Collier. Drops the snap, but it bounces right back to him, but he's going to have to eat it. Nowhere to go. In on the sack is going to be Seth Altwine as he has dropped the 15-yard line. That's going to be a loss of seven on the play. And that's happened multiple times here tonight, either a straight fumble or a fumble on the exchange with the center and quarterback. And it's going to bring up third down and 17 at their own 15-yard line. So Collier over to the sideline to grab the play and head back. Again, not a normal Class A sideline over there for Northeast with the depth. They're still trying to build that, although it's better. Collier in the pocket. Going to set up a little screen, and it's picked off at the 12 by Peter Glant to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Bearcats. Peter Glant with the 12-yard pick 6. It's 39 to nothing. The fourth touchdown, or excuse me, fourth turnover of the ball game. Oh, those are fun if you can be a linebacker or even a lineman, and those short underthrown passes come right into your paws. And the interception returned by Glant sets up the extra point now for James Dakin. And this is past that magical 35-point mark, but the clock doesn't run until we get to the second half. Extra point on the way by Dinkin. Plenty of leg on that one, and it is good. 40 to nothing, Carney. Our five points bank touchdown, a 12-yard return by Peter Glant. We'll kick it off again after this timeout. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. 
Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up here on ESPN Radio. And Dakin has been a busy man tonight, ready to boot it away again, making sure that they can return the football. It'll be taken at the 7-yard line by Xavier Gary to the 10, 15, 20. Finds a little bit of a seam. He'll get up to the 24-yard line, maybe give him the 25. It'll be... Rockets going to get it one more time here with 2.04 to go in the half. Again, no timeouts as they've used them all up in this football game. Plenty of other Class A football tonight, but everybody that wins then goes on the road next week as we have the new format with the top eight teams all receiving a bye because of our COVID and replacement games and Omaha Public Schools not playing, which opened up a lot of games on the schedule. In fact, officially, Kearney is 2-2, although they are 2-4 and and still were two games short on the season. First down and 10. And we get a whistle here. They're going to reset the play clock, apparently. Didn't do it right the first time. And now we're ready to go as they come up over the football here with Gavin Wilbur, the center. Snapping a quarterback roll to the left side. No pass. Just going to keep it all the way as Collier and just nowhere to go. Dives up to the 26-yard line. That's a gain of one on the play. Second down and nine. Bearcats now up 40 to nothing. They have scored four touchdowns here in the second quarter. And they've done it in bunches. They scored two in a minute in the first minute, and they scored two in 90 seconds here in the last two minutes. Collier rolls to his right, has time, throws over the middle. It's in and out of the hands of his intended receiver, which then puts it in harm's way for Carney. But he tried to get it there to Tavarius Hines, and that'll bring up third down and nine. So tough out there right now for Lincoln Northeast. They probably should have a few more completed passes than they do have. Uh, talked about it in the pregame. Collier looks like he knows how to throw the football. A couple drops, a couple he's thrown behind him. But when you know the pass is coming, Carney's covered it pretty well with just rushing four for the most part and letting the linebackers set back in coverage. Third down nine at their own 26. Collier again. Pump fake, gets set, throws it as far as he can down the left side, jump ball incomplete at the 45-yard line of the Bearcats, looking for James Moorhead. Carney had the coverage, and it'll be fourth down, and another punt coming up here for Lincoln Northeast. On a coverage that time for the Bearcats in the defensive backfield, Riley Miller. And for the fourth time, one was a fake punt, and punting it away will be Isaiah Ramirez. And not using up much time on that possession either with two incomplete passes. Back to return it is Caden Miller. And I think you're or no, it's going to be Alex Shaw with this lead. They're going to put Shaw back there. And the punt is away. This is going to be a short one. Shaw is going to field it at the 39, come to the right side 40, and then get planted by Dylan, by a, yeah, Dylan Gray, I believe it is, over there to make the tackle. And that will be a short return on the punt. Out to the 45-yard line. It was a short punt that time of about 30 yards is all. And now let's see what 
coach wants to do. This might be it for his starting lineup. He might just play him in the first half and call it good. Because they're up 40 to nothing, and unless something really strange happens, we will have a running clock throughout that second half. Carney coming out, doing what they thought they could do, getting some help with four turnovers. They probably didn't anticipate that. And without those four turnovers, Carney just hasn't had to drive very far. When we get to the first half stats for a 40 to nothing game, you won't believe the lack of yardage Carney has. They had a 64-yard drive. That's about it. And the handoff here to Dutenhofer. They're just trying to keep it between the tackles, actually between the guards, and keep it safe. And this is kind of the don't run it up type of philosophy. Going to be a gain of one. And Carney High would only have to run one more play here in the half. 50 seconds to go. Taking their time in the huddle. Up 40 to nothing. Parker Weiss. Two rushing touchdowns, Preston Pearson, three through the air, and then, of course, Peter Glant, the last score on a 12-yard pick six. Play clock down to eight as they break the huddle. Hustle up to the line of scrimmage. Pearson with three seconds. Takes the snap. Hands it off again. Dutenhofer needs to stiff arm to get out of the backfield, and he can't do it. He's going to be brought down well back at the 41-yard line. That's going to be a loss of five. He tried to stiff arm the defender, and Gray didn't have any part of it and he was able to drop him and that'll be the end of the first half of play as Carney High as many folks believe they could dominating things here in the final game of the home portion of their season because the way it is in class A Carney High would be on the road the rest of the way 40 to nothing Carney leading Lincoln Northwest Northeast the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is coming up after this on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308 234 35 Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition. Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. Pepco is the leading pest control company servicing commercial and residential properties in Kearney. Offering insect, rodent, and animal control will safeguard your property against damaging and unsightly intruders. We're certified and licensed by the state of Nebraska and have found long-lasting solutions for infestation since 1987. With our many years of experience, you can rely on us to protect your property. Pepco is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. And we are back here at Foster Field with our 
Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It is all Bearcats as expected here at Foster Field in the 9-24 matchup in the opening round of the Class A playoffs. Carney High, 40. Lincoln Northeast, nothing. Four turnovers in the first half for Northeast. Let's take a look at the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard for you here. And we will start with the other Class A game in the Tri-Cities. Grand Island leading at the half over Lincoln Pius X by a score of 17 to nothing. All of our Class B games are at the half. Aurora has now taken the lead back from Seward, 12-7. Hastings and Northwest are tied 7-7. And Lexington leads York by the extra point, 7-6. In C2, it was Sutton at last check leading Donovan Trumbull, 19-6. We're looking for updates on the Centura Central Catholic and St. Cecilia Superior score. If you have that, give us a call or just text it to 308-646-0506. 308-646-0506. Also looking for an update on Gothenburg-Holdridge. At last check, Gothenburg was up 9 nothing in the first quarter. Also in C1 at the half, Carney Catholic leading Kozad on Power 99, 17-0. Broken Bow leading Minden, 16 to nothing. Second quarter on ESPN 15:50, Adams Central leading Fillmore Central, 35 to nothing. Central City over Wood River Shelton, 26 to nothing. And St. Paul leading Twin River, 28 to nothing. In six-man action at the half, it is Franklin 20 and Harvard 12. A final from today, Parkview Christian beat Hartland Lutheran, 60 to 22. In the second quarter, Paxton 12. S-E-M nothing. We are looking for updates on the Wilcox-Hildreth-Deschler, Red Cloud-Silver Lake, and Elba-St. Edward games. If you happen to have one, give us a uh, buzz or a text, 308-646-0506. Let's go to what we do know now about the D1 and D2 state football playoffs. In the second round, something new this year. They uh, put everybody together after the opening round, so there is no East-West until you get to the finals. You can play anybody, and in the reseed, you could also be a big seed and host, just like the 16th seed, Laurel Concord Coleridge. They'll host Tri-County in D1 action. The winner of that plays Weeping Water at Lutheran High Northeast. Arcadia Loop City is the 12th seed, and they will host Stanton. Stanton put up 81 points yesterday. Arcadia Loop City put up 70, and that game will be in Loop City at 6 o'clock on Friday night. The winner of that will get either Dundee County Stratton or Lord Central Catholic. How about this? Bankelman travels to Nebraska City for that ball game. Dundee County Stratton, the better seed. <laughs> Burwell has to go to Howells. Highline, which is Elwood Eustace Farnham, will be traveling to Neely Oakdale. That's a 5 o'clock game Friday. Elm Creek will host Nebraska Christian out of Central City at 7. And Cambridge, the 15th seed, will be hosting at Cross County. So most of the higher seeds in D1 will be hosting on Friday. That's not the case so much in D2. Fall City Sacred Heart is the top seed, but they do go to the 16th seed, Creighton. Humphrey, St. Francis, and Osceola will play in Humphrey, and those winners will meet. In the next portion of the bracket, Loomis will travel to undefeated Sand Hill Stedford. That game is set for 6 o'clock Friday. The winner of that will play the Pleasanton Why Not winner. The only loss Pleasanton has is to Sand Hill Stedford. So if Pleasanton would win and Sand Hills would win, that game would be at Sand Hills. If Pleasanton and Loomis would win, then they would go to Loomis. But Pleasanton is playing at Why Not 
on Friday night. And in the final quadrants of the bracket, Central Valley will be at Medicine Valley. Bloomfield is at O'Neill St. Mary's. Kennesaw will travel to Allen at 4.30. And Ansley Litchfield will host Bruning, Davenport, Shickley on Friday night. BC and six-man playoffs join in the fray on Friday as we will be down to the round of 16 including here in Class A, where Carney leads it 40 to nothing over Lincoln Northeast. We'll come back and look at what happened today at the state cross-country meet and more in a moment. Let's do business in the Heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Platte Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Kearney High Marching Band doing an outstanding job here in the chilly conditions at Foster Field. At the half, 40 to nothing. Bearcats lead the Rockets from Lincoln Northeast. It was a cold day out at the Kearney Country Club for the 2020 Nebraska High School State Cross Country Championships. In boys' class A, Fremont is the champion by 20 points over Millard West. Creighton Prep was a distant third. No teams from the area, but Grand Island's Juan Garcia finished seventh. Carney's runner Cisco Rivas finished in 61st today. Taking a look at the Class A girls, it was Lincoln East winning the title again. Fremont, the runner-up. For Carney High, they finished in the middle of the pack. They were seventh today, and Hannah Godwin picks up her third medal as a member of the Bearcats. In her final race as a senior, she once again finishes fourth. Emma Bonzel was just out of the money there as she finished in 20th. Moving on to Class B at the State Cross Country Meet. On the boys' side, your team champion today was Omaha Scutt. Lexington was well back in second, but they do get the runner-up trophy by three total points over Plasmouth. Hastings finished in fifth today in the Class B boys' team race. As far as the individuals go, Scott went 1-2, but Jaden Welsh of Hastings was 4th. His teammate, Jonathan Lopez, was 12th. For Lexington, Elmer Munoz was 6th, and Miguel Mendoza just missed out. He was 16th. Granola Northwest, Caden Keller finished in 13th today. In the Class C girls team race, your state champion Seward by 2 points over Elkhorn. Then you slide down to Lexington, finishing in 10th. There were no medalists in the area in the Class B girls today. In the Class C boys, your team champion is going to be with a very low, very high total, Milford, 87 points. Sydney was two better than Fort Calhoun to take second. And then it was pretty jammed after that. Aurora was only five points out of the runner-up, and they finished in fifth place. Minden finished in eighth. St. Paul was 10th. Gothenburg, 11th. Broken Bow was 12th. As far as medalists in the Class C boys, Connor Wells of St. Paul was 3rd. William Anderson of Gothenburg, 4th. Zach Cloud of Grand Island Central Catholic was 6th. And Dylan Riley of Aurora finished in ninth place. 
Moving on to the Class C girls, your state champion today was Boone Central. Douglas County West, one point better than Lincoln Christian to take the runner-up trophy. Minden finished in 10th. Aurora was 12th. Grand Island Central Catholic finished in 13th. In the Class C girls today, Jesse Hurt of Minden finished in 4th place to bring home another medal. Grace Oberg of Kearney Catholic was 46th in today's race. She'd been battling injuries all year long. And now finally in Class D at the state cross-country meet, remember now they just score three runners, so the total is a lot lower. That's why Aquinas wins it with just 14 points. Norfolk Catholic, the runner-up with 19. Defending state champion Axtell finished fourth today on the boys' side. Also, Shelton was 13th, Ravenna was 16th, and Donovan Trumbull finished 18th. In the Class D boys race, there were no medalists from the area. Quentin Kappelman was the best finisher, 18th for Axtell. And finally now, in the Class D girls, it was the closest race of the entire meet. One point. Can't do much better than that as Ainsworth uh, fell to McCool Junction, the three-time defending champion Ainsworth by just a point, 41-42, to 42, and Bloomfield Wassa right behind him with 47 girls finished in fifth place today with Fullerton ninth, Hastings St. Cecilia 12th, Axtell was 14th, and Highline was 17th. As far as medalists in the Class D girls, the defending state champion Elena Vargas, our current Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, finished second to the freshman Jordan Ahrens of Crofton and Casey Detlefs of Ravenna finished in sixth. And that is your state cross-country recap. Halftime of our Class A state football opening round game. Kearney, 40, Lincoln Northeast, nothing. We'll give you the stats right after this. FOMO, noun, anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere. Well, you can forget FOMO now with PlatteRiverPreps.com. Thanks in part to sponsors like Flooring Chiropractic, Platte River Preps is where the exciting and interesting happen. Schedules for your favorite high school teams, coaches' interviews, game broadcasts and podcasts, even a photo or two. Follow the best in central Nebraska at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, let's take a look at the unofficial numbers. First off for Lincoln Northeast, Xavier Gary, two carries, six yards. Dylan Gray, four carries, nine yards. Connor Alley has one carry for two yards. Gage LeMay, one carry, four yards. The quarterback, Jeremiah Collier, six carries for four yards. And then they had two errant snaps that were fumbles in the backfield that they ended up recovering for a total of negative 21 yards. And so, with that, 16 rushes for four yards for Lincoln Northeast. Clear has put it up 14 times, but only completed three of those, one for zero and one for two. The other was a nice 36-yard pass down the middle of the field, which we kind of expected to see more of. With 38 yards through the air, four yards on the ground, I have Northeast for just 42 total yards of offense and three first downs. They did not 
incur a penalty in the first half. They punted it three times for an average of 36 yards, had a fake punt that was picked off. That was one of four interceptions in the first half for Lincoln Northeast. We'll look at the numbers for Carney High right after this timeout. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. With our producer engineer, Zane Jones, Doug Duda back with you here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Here's a look at the unofficial first-half numbers for the Bearcats. Parker Wise, 6 carries, 67 yards, 2 touchdowns. Chris Dutenhofer, 11 carries, 35 yards. Preston Pearson, 2 carries, 9 yards. 19 rushing attempts, 111 yards for Carney High. Through the air, Pearson is perfect. He is 8 of 8, no interceptions, 3 touchdown passes of 11, 13, and 14, 82 yards through the air, 111 on the ground, 193 yards of total offense for 11 first downs, 2 penalties for 20 yards, no punts, 1 turnover at their own 14 that they did force a 4 and out on on Lincoln Northeast. For Carney High in that first half, uh, Lincoln Northeast started with the football and then decided to run a fake punt around midfield. Cade Miller picked it off and ran it back to the 21-yard line on the very first offensive play. Parker Weiss ran around left end for the 21-yard touchdown. Dakin out of the kick. It's 7-0. Then Gabe Van Winkle comes up with fumble recovery at the Northeast 13-yard line. On the first play, Pearson finds Jack Johnson for the touchdown. The extra point kick snap was bobbled so it's 13 to nothing on the first play of the second quarter after they had stuffed the uh, Lincoln Northeast offense on the LeMay fumble recovery it was one of two drives that Carney had culminating in a two-yard run by Parker Weiss the kick was wide left and with 11.55 to go in the second quarter, it's 19 to nothing. Peter Glant then comes up with a fumble recovery at the Northeast 14-yard line some 50 seconds later. And on the very first play, Pearson hooks up with Cade Miller for a 14-yard touchdown pass. Dakin's kick makes it 26 to nothing. Seven and a half minutes later at the 3.39 mark, Pearson completes a 64-yard drive with his third p- touchdown pass of the half as he finds Will Luthans from 11 yards out. Dakin's kick makes it 33 to nothing. And then to put the cherry on top, Peter Glant gets a 12-yard interception return at the 2.09 mark. The kick makes it 40 to nothing. So Glant had a follow Pick six defensively in the first half. And that gets us to 40 to nothing. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Carney gets the ball when we start the second half. Medicine and orthopedic surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. 
New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new Rapid Care Clinic. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. The World Series going on tonight, and the Dodgers have exploded early. It's the Dodgers 5, Tampa Bay nothing in the bottom of the fourth. In the NFL, Antonio Brown has reached a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All we heard was Seattle the last few days. He's going to join Tom Brady as if they didn't have enough weapons down there in Tampa Bay. So they're selling out to make the playoffs, it looks like. Adams Central now leading Fillmore Central right before the half, 42 to nothing. Central City over Wood River Shelton, 46 to six. St. Paul leading Twin River at the half, 56 to nothing. Gothenburg, seven over Holdridge at the half. York has scored to go up 14-7 over Lexington in the third quarter of play. And Grand Island has tacked on two quick ones to take a 30 to nothing lead over Pius in the third quarter of play. Central Catholic leading Centura at the half, six to nothing. Thanks for the score, folks. Deschler leading Wilcox Hildreth at the half, 32 to six. And those are some score updates for you as Lincoln Northeast lines up to kick it away for the first time in this ball game to Carney High. And putting it on the tee here for the Rockets is going to be Jamison Hogue. And the kick. Will he pound it? Just a low-line drive kick that bounces around. Going to be picked up by the short man, Dutenhofer, at the 32. He'll get up to the 35, the 40. I thought he was going to let it skid by him, but he did not. And now Carney High will take the field. And it looks like they're going to keep the first-string offense out there, at least for this first series. Weiss comes out there. There's Glant. Here's the quarterback, Pearson. Offensive line stays intact. Won't see them very long with a 40 to nothing score. And again, this second half shouldn't take much more than a half an hour with the running clock. And so Pearson on the option to the right side, he pitches it. And it's behind Parker Weiss. He just has to dump on it. Pearson probably didn't make the right read that time. Preston uh, threw it on the back hip of Parker Weiss. Pearson was going to get planted and Pearson decided to get rid of it to Weiss. And that'll be a loss of three on the play. That's the first time that has happened to, Carney tonight and that's the one thing obviously that coach cool wants to make sure doesn't happen don't get out there and lose your focus if you're in there do what you're supposed to do execute finish it off and we'll get you over to the sideline second and 13 Pearson out of the pistol gives it to Weiss starts left cuts right gets to the 40 stiff arm 45 and they'll jump on his back he'll ride him for four more yards out to about the 49 yard line that's going to be very close to the first down here for Parker Weiss Maybe a yard short. So a good hard run for Parker. And he now has 89, or excuse me, 79 yards after the 12-yard gain. It'll be third and one. Just short of midfield at their own 49-yard line is when the first 90 seconds of the half. Weiss off right side again. They try to grab his jersey from behind. He'll drag him for five more to the 44-yard line. An official 
gain of seven on the play for Weiss and the 11th make it the 12th now first down of the ball game for Carney High. Again, you have a defensive touchdown and three one-play drives. So we talked about the offense. 193 yards is good, but that doesn't usually equal 40 points. And that's what Carney High has here at halftime. First and 10 at the 44. Pearson in the pocket, wants to throw it out here in the flat. It's complete. He remains perfect on the day as Jack Johnson will slide to the ground at the 35-yard line. That's going to be a gain of nine on the play. And it'll bring up second down and one. This is that opportunity to put some things on film for Gretna to look at next week. I'm going to imagine stay very vanilla here for Coach Cool. Doesn't even have the headset on right now. Second and one at the 35. And in motion, he'll throw to the left side, and it is complete out of the hands of Seth Altwine, who steps out at the 28, which means nothing with the running clock, except that it's good for a seven-yard completion and another Bearcat first down. So Carney trying to take this opening drive of the second half, put it in the end zone. And they've already chewed up three minutes here on the running clock as Pearson runs back from the sideline. It'll be first and ten at the 28 of the Rockets. Cold out there. Lincoln Northeast knows they got the bus ride home. It's the end of the season. They've got to stay mentally tough. Always a challenge as Weiss brings it up the middle, finds the seam, gets into the secondary inside the 20. He'll make it to the 18-yard line. And that should be right on the first down marker again for Parker Wise as he is working his way to his first 100-yard rushing game of the season. He'll come out, though. Dutenhofer comes in. Also checking back in will be Jack Johnson. First and 10, Carney at the 18-yard line on a drive that started at about their own 38. It's first down, trips to the right side, the wide side. They'll hand it off Dutenhofer. He cuts back that way, has blocking downfield to the 10, cuts back to the 5, lowers his shoulder. They tackle him forward to the 2, to the 1. He's in between the 1 of the 2-yard line. That's going to be a 16-yard carry for Dutenhofer. And it is first and goal, Carney, their fourth first down on this drive. Glant comes into the ball game. They're going to go heavy package, it looks like, when they get to the 2. Pearson brings the play in. Seven and a half to go here in the third quarter. 40 to nothing, and if they hang out of the ball, it looks like it's about to be 46. Dutenhofer looking for his first score. He'll bring it straight up the middle. He's hit hard. He turns to the one, but he doesn't get in. Northeast sold out that time and brought everybody over the center for Carney High, and Aiden Brummer felt the brunt of about four guys coming up over him. And now it's second down and goal at the one. Imagine maybe the same play here. Didn't take Pearson even to get all the way to the sidelines. Gives it to Dutenhofer off left guard. Fumble the football. It's loose in the end zone. I think Carney might have covered it. The ball's fumbled into the end zone, and let's see, no indication from the official. And still no indication. Northeast thinks it's their ball. I thought one of the Carney linemen had jumped on it, and now they're discussing it. And I think they're going to call it a touchback just because it's 40 to nothing. And that's exactly what they're going to do. Recovered by the Rockets. It looked like Carney High had jumped on it there with Gabe Van Winkle. But the Bearcats fumble it in the end zone. 
and are not able to score on this opening possession of the third quarter. It was hard to tell who jumped on it, but it might have been Collier, the quarterback slash safety. And that will keep Carney off the board and give it back over to Lincoln Northeast, just trying to find a way to put points on the board. But they have been on their side of midfield all but except about a snap and a half. They had that 36-yard pass that got them to the 50, and that's about it. So 6-10 to go in the third, 40 to nothing. Carney running clock. Northeast gets their first shot, starting at their own 20. Man in motion, fake the jet sweep, call you around the left side. Not everybody bit, and he tries to double back, dives forward to about the 24. He's going to pick up four yards there. Collier on the run. Great job sealing the edge that time, making him cut back was Braden Anderson. Anderson was sizing him up to make the tackle, and the elusive Collier tried to cut back, kind of lost his footing, and then just fell forward for two more. Second out and six here for the Rockets. Ball on the far hash. As they will split Hoke out to the right. Trying to get a lot of guys in this football game against such a young team. Probably haven't played anybody this young. Fake the jet sweep. Collier's going to keep it himself up the middle of the football field and should have enough for the first down. Got right to the 30-yard line. Going to be a gain of six for Collier. And they move the change. Just the fourth first down of the ball game here for Lincoln Northeast. They had a couple on a drive in the first quarter, but couldn't get much more than midfield on one that did not include that long pass. So something positive, a first down for the Rockets at their own 30. Collier, quarterback lead over the left side, nowhere to go, has to pop it to the outside and got about a yard. Just not enough bulk and experience out there on the edge to do anything. Collier picks up one, and it'll be second down and nine. This is KXPN Carney. And PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. As the football games continue on around central Nebraska, Sutton, a 46-6 lead over Donovan Trumbull at the half. Paxton leading SCM at the half, 18-8. Handoff this time to Xavier Gary. Starts right, cuts back left, gets to the line of scrimmage, and a good open field tackle that time by the Bearcats. And I think that was Colin Fruling that was in there. Yes, it was. There is a flag. And they're going to call a face mask. Still no penalties in the game for Lincoln Northeast, so that's one big positive. And they're going to mark this off as a personal foul face mask. So another first down here for Lincoln Northeast. That'll be the third penalty for 35 yards. Carney was called for two holds back in the first quarter of play tonight. Which has not really affected them. So first down and 10, Lincoln Northeast at their own 45. Collier rolls to his right, wants to throw out in the flat, and it is LeMay catching it with the right hand, securing it at midfield. He'll get into Bearcat territory to the 46-yard line. Looks like he'll be a yard short of the first down, but it is a completed pass here for Lincoln Northeast. And there are some backups in there, by the way, now for the Kearney High defense. There's no doubt about it, but that's awesome to see all these guys get a chance to play a little bit of football here. They will actually call that a first down and give him 10 on the play. So the ball will be marked at the 45. And Collier fakes the handoff, wants to throw again. Looking left side, and this one is going to be juggled and dropped at the 29-yard line. I think our intended receiver there for Northeast, which was James Moorhead, thought that he was going to just be running full speed and catch it, and then he tried to slow down. And what he did 
He kind of lost his balance and was not able to haul it in because that was right between the one and the three. So as you know with quarterbacks, just because the the completion percentage isn't always perfect, that doesn't always mean it's on the QB. few drops in there. 220 to go in the third. Still 40 to nothing, Carney. That was the halftime score. Handoff off the left side here to Brees Ilume. And he will go nowhere. So they're able to get back there and drop him behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of a yard on the play. And it'll be third down and long. And it's third down and 11 now as Lincoln Northeast trying to find a way to move the chains and as you can hear, the PA announcer, Ford Clark, get on your feet. Well, hard to do when it's this cold because you don't want to have to sit back down on that cold aluminum bench here at UNK and Foster Field. Third and 11 northeast at the Kearney 46-yard line. And the quarterback, Jeremiah Collier, rolls right, throws it underneath, complete at the 43, up to the 40, and short of the first down, the tackle made from behind at the 37-yard line. Ball completed to the hands of Marty Gray. And in on the tackle for the Bearcats, Logan Trampy. And so a gain on the play of about nine. And it'll be fourth down and short. Fourth and two here for the Rockets. Obviously, we'll go for it at the 37-yard line of the Bearcats. Can Carney come up with a stop and movement on the right guard for Lincoln Northeast? And they didn't flag him. They didn't flag him. And Coach Brandon Cool's going, what's going on here? The right guard was already embarrassed. And then he just sat back down. They didn't flag him. Fourth down and two. Quarterback follow over the right side. Northeast will get the first down as Collier comes out of bounds. And then there's going to be a penalty flag on the play. And the referee going to call a hold. And they didn't need the hold to get the first down. I'll tell you that. Might have been a makeup. Might have been a makeup. I don't know. But that is the first penalty of the football game on Lincoln Northeast. I think that one was so obvious when the right guard stood up for Lincoln Northeast that everybody just kind of froze. The side judges looked at each other. Back judge didn't do anything. And he just got set back down, did Riley Peterson. And so that'll move the football back to the 44-yard line of the Bearcats, where it will be fourth and nine. On what should be the final play here of the third quarter. Clock running with 15 seconds, and Coach Martin might not even send a play in. That's going to be the end of the fourth quarter of play, or third quarter of play here in the opening round of the Class A state playoffs. It's the Carney Bearcats 40, the Rockets of Lincoln Northeast nothing on ESPN Tri Cities. Mid States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area student athletes good luck in their competition. Stop in to Mid States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad, Becca, and the entire team at Mid States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308 856 4913. Located in Elm Creek at 121 North Tyler Street. 
Let's Do Business in the Heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Platte Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford Lincoln, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more. And we go to the start of the fourth quarter here with Lincoln Northeast trying to convert a fourth and nine after the holding penalty at the Kearney High 44-yard line. Quarterback Collier rolls to his left, looking, looking, throws it out here in the flat, complete at the 35, setting right down there at the first down marker, playing a little zone defense there were the Bearcats, and James Moorhead finally able to haul one in, and that's good enough for the nine-yard gain, and Lincoln Northeast first down. 40 to nothing, Carney. There was no scoring there in the third quarter, a fairly th- quick third quarter with the clock running. Our state football playoff action brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton. Option play right side. Pitch it to Xavier Gray. Tries to get to the corner. He's going to get a couple as he sneaks inside the 35 to about the 33-and-a-half-yard line. Might only be a gain of one. Tackle by number nine, Eric Just the O'Dell. third rushing attempt of the game by Gary. Eric O'Dell, the senior linebacker, comes in and gets to make the tackle. Second and nine at the Bearcats, 34-yard line. Four wideouts, twins to each side. They'll run the dive option right side. Hand it off there again to Gary. Gary able to break a tackle inside the 30 and not brought down until he's close to the first down marker at the 26-yard line, maybe just short. Going to be a gain of eight, and it'll bring up third down and one at the 26-yard line. In fact, it's third and about a sneeze right now, but no quarterback sneaks out of that pistol. It will be quarterback keeper, though. Collier trying to get more than just the yard. He does. He turns the corner at the 20, the 15, and steps out of bounds at the 13-yard line before any contact. Theo Huber. On the coverage there, forces him out of bounds. That's going to be a gain of 14 on the play for the quarterback, Jeremiah Collier. And it'll bring up first down and 10 at the Kearney 11-yard line. The Rockets looking for their first score of the game after Kearney fumbled it into the end zone. And before Collier can run it, he sees the bad news that there is a penalty flag here on Lincoln Northeast for illegal motion. Two penalties, 15 yards for Lincoln Northeast. Three penalties, 35 yards for Carney High. Carney Catholic trying to secure a district championship and home game in the first round of the playoffs. They lead Kozad 17 to nothing in the third quarter on Power 99. York now a 14 to 7 lead over Lexington in the fourth quarter. Hastings leads Northwest 14 13 in the third. Aurora over Seward 18 13 in the third. Grand Island leads Pius. 36 to nothing in the fourth quarter, and we're going to get a timeout called here by Lincoln Northeast. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. 9.16 to go in our game. Kearney, 40, Lincoln Northeast, nothing. 
Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Foster Field and Carney, bringing you this Class A play-by-play. And Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. It is first and fifteen at the Carney sixteen for Northeast. Quarterback Collier rolls out, throws it to Lemay. One hand catch at the twelve, gets inside the ten, and he'll be brought down at the seven-yard line. That is another gain of nine on the play. Three straight nine-yard completions, keeping it underneath here for the quarterback, Jeremiah Collier. When we are done, it'll be the new West Post Game Show, the final stats, score updates, and don't forget Power 99 will have the Rivals and Red Scoreboard Show after Kearney Catholic Kozak. Here's the handoff to Xavier Gary off the right side. He'll get inside the five to the four and be stood up there, a gain of three, and it'll be third down and three. At the four, here for Lincoln Northeast, trying to get into the end zone for the first time in their last three ball games. Coach Tan Martin, the Kearney alum, let's see if he can get him in there. Hand it off to Gary again, off the right side, and he scores for the Rockets. Xavier Gary takes it in, and that breaks the long drought here for Lincoln Northeast as they're finally able to get into the end zone, not just for the first time tonight, but for the first time in their last three contests. 40-6 to with 8.22 remaining. And the one thing that that does is now we don't have the running clock anymore as they come out to attempt the extra point kick. And something they haven't done for a few days. Snap good, placement good, but the kick is going to be blocked. The kick is blocked in there. On the attempt from Jamison Hogue. And coming through were both Theo Huber and Eric Odell. Our five points bank touchdown. A four-yard run by Xavier Gary. 8.22 to go in the game. Carney 40. Lincoln Northeast 6. Amigos Mexi Fries and Famous Ranch Dressing are a number one duo that everyone in Nebraska can agree on. No vote needed. Now until Election Day, just to make your days happier, Amigos is giving you a free side of ranch with every order of Mexi Fries. That's right, free ranch with Mexi Fries until November 3rd. Don't forget to vote, and don't forget to enjoy fan-favorite Mexi Fries with Famous Ranch, only at Amigos. This ad has been sponsored and paid for by Amigos, working to bring joy to October. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And some new men back here for Carney High to return the kick. Cole Rao and Rian Green as we have the first touchdown of the football game here for Lincoln Northeast. And Jamison Hogue to kick it away. Will he kick it deep or squib it? It is a squib kick, not a true onside, but Carney will cover it 
at the 43. It went a little too far for an onside kick, but the Bearcats are alert. And they come up and grab the football, covering the football there, number 94, Russell Dietz. And the Bearcats will have it first and 10 with a 40-6 to lead at the 42-yard line. And now the key here, Coach Cool has to tell his young men, no matter what, don't run out of bounds. <laughs> you don't want this game to go on any longer when you have it put away. Keep it between the hash marks. And we've got backups in there for the Carney High offense, and they will hand it off. Over the right side, 45-50, 45-40. Big run here for Green to the 20, and he's going to be drugged down from behind at the 17-yard line. Green with a 41-yard run. How about that one, young man? And a first down here for Carney. They want to answer right back. Rumbles from the 42 all the way down to the 17-yard line. So 41, and they're in the red zone again with eight minutes to go here in the ball game. Split out wide to the left will be Colby Spangler. And on the quarterback handoff, they'll give it to Green again. Starts right, cuts back left, gets a couple. Can he get to the corner? Ten, five, and fights his way for a first down, down to the three. Riley Miller, by the way, the new quarterback. And it's going to be a first and goal here for Carney High. Green. After the 41-yard carry, scampers around left end for 15. Here comes Josh Bean into the ball game for the Bearcats. A lot of seniors getting some action on their final game ever here at Foster Field. First and goal at three. Man in motion, Green still in the backfield. Quarterback Miller pitches it over to Green. Green around the right side, into the end zone, untouched. Carney didn't take long to march down the field and answer right back. All of it on Ryan Green's three carries, 59 yards, and a touchdown to make it 46-6 Bearcats. A five-points bank touchdown, five-points bank, the better bank in Carney. And let's see if they go with a different kicker, too, to get ready in the post-Dakin age, and they will. It'll be Josh Bean. Well, he's a senior, so and it's a bad snap. So Bean has to try to go back and pick it up. He does. Now he runs with it, but he's 20 yards away to the 10, spins to the 5. He's fighting for it, but he is brought down. It was one on six, and Bean just about pulled off the mini-miracle. But the PAT, no good on the bad snap. 7-17 to go in the game. Carney 46, Lincoln Northeast 6 on ESPN Radio. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. At Prairie Valley, when we say local, we mean local. To us, local is not picking hybrids and varieties that are supposed to work in a 16-state zone. Local is carefully selecting top-performing genetics that work specifically for an 8-county or smaller microzone. Prairie Valley promise is to create local seed package that is locally tested and then grown under the same conditions that you work with on your farm. So our local agronomists not only know the seeds, but the entire solutions to make your seed perform the best they can. So choose local with Prairie Valley Seeds. They'll hand it to Ryan Green. He'll take you down the field, and that's exactly what happened. Three carries, 59 yards, capping it off with a three-yard run. 
And the Bearcats now ready to boot it away again here with Josh Bean. And he gets a nice kick that's going to sail all the way back into the end zone. Beautiful line drive kick, and the Rockets will have to start this at their own 20-yard line. A reminder, we've got high school volleyball for you on Monday on Power 99. Sub-districts begin in C and D, and it is the C19 from Kearney Catholic at 5 o'clock. Minden will play Gibbon. Then around 6.15, Adams Central and St. Cecilia, the winner of Game 1, plays Kearney Catholic in the final, and the championship then on Tuesday night. For Kearney High, they go to Lincoln to play Columbus Monday night at 6.30 on uh, Lincoln Southwest, and a win would most likely get them Southwest again. Of course, Southwest beat them last night in the uh, first semifinal in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Kearney then beat Fremont to take third. So Lincoln Northeast back with the football here, and they still have Collier in, wants to throw under some pressure, scrambles out of there. He's in a whole heap of trouble. He turns the corner at the 15 to the 20, and then as he brings it up the field, he's going to be hit and brought down by Logan Trampy and the rest of the Carney Bearcats, and he turned nothing into something there. He takes it all the way out to the 31-yard line. He's able to scramble for an 11-yard gain. Nice job by Collier, your number one quarterback against the backups here for Carney High, but they had some pressure on him on the in the backfield just about. Had the sack. And this time off the right side, not near as much. So Collier trying to throw it out here in the flat to Dom Wynn. And it is incomplete. He had completed four of his last five here in the half. Again, we're back to the running clock, so we're down to five and a half to go. Other scores to pass along to you. It's a final. Grand Island Beats Pius for the second time this season, 36 to nothing. So Grand Island now goes on the road next week to take on number two Omaha West Side. Handoff over the left side and nothing doing, just barely getting back to the line of scrimmage again. Back up running back. Uh, no, that's actually going to be oh, Dylan Gray. Well, Gray. Gray just hadn't had any luck. The first touch he had was for nine yards. The last four, all for zero. Other scores in the fourth quarter, Aurora 18, Seward 13, York 14, Lexington 7. In the third, Hastings 17, Northwest 13. In C2, last check at the half, it was still Central Catholic leading Centura 6 to nothing. Sutton over Donovan Trouble 46-6, looking for a score on St. Cecilia Superior. Call 646 or text 646-0506. Collier rolls right, throws it out here in the flat, and it's dropped at the 40-yard line. In and out of the hands of his intended receiver right at the first down marker over on the far sideline. And Collier, another one dropped out there by Marty Gray. And that'll bring up fourth down and ten here for Northeast. And why not go for it? They've got the line out there. The offense still over at the sideline. We may get a timeout here to set up the play. If they don't execute here, Carney most likely can run out the last three-plus minutes on the clock. Carney Catholic now leading Kozad in the fourth, 24-0. Gothenburg over Holdridge, 24-13 in the fourth. St. Paul, 69-6 over Twin River. Collier rolls right, throws it back underneath, and it's going to bounce in front of the intended receiver, Josh Platter. And Carney High will take over on down. 31-yard line. Final, Adam Central, 49. Fillmore Central, 14. Six-man earlier today, Parkview Christian beat Heartland Lutheran 60-22. to Because of our running clock, some games not quite as far along as we are. 46-6, to Kearney leading Lincoln Northeast here. 
with 3.30 and counting in this football game. Carney will go to Gretna next Friday night. The 8-9 matchup in Class A, and whoever comes out of that gets number one, Bellevue West. So once again, the quarterback for the Bearcats is Riley Miller. Ryan Green's back there. They're going to give it to him one more time. This time, run it right in between the guards. They did that out of safety reasons in the first half to try and avoid maybe scoring again. A lot harder to get a big play when you're running it right over your center. Green didn't get anything on the play. It'll be second down and 10. When we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. And, of course, we want to thank our friends at Impact Ag Partners. When we talk field conditions on a turf field, you know they're going to be perfect, as they always are here, waiting for UNK to play a couple games next month. Option play, pitch it out here to Green. Has to cut back against the grain. Looks like they might grab him before he gets back to the line of scrimmage. He's so good at running back against the grain. And Dylan Gray was on him, but Green was able to get back to the line of scrimmage. Again, our field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Wheatness and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed Science with service delivering success. Third and 10, Carney at the Northeast 31-yard line. Two minutes to go in a 46-6 game. Wanting to throw the football but bobbling the snap. Miller gets out of there, avoids the sack. Now up to the 30, to the 25. Breaks another tackle, stays in bounds. And then a late penalty flag comes in as he's dropped at the 22-yard line. We saw Collier do that on the last series for Lincoln Northeast. And a great job there by Riley Miller to keep the play alive. And the flag is going to be... A face mask on Lincoln Northeast. So give a nine-yard gain on the run there by Riley Miller. And then a face mask. Looks like that's going to be half the distance to the goal line. They'll call it the major penalty and mark it at the 11. So first and 10 at the 11, a minute 15 to go. Miller takes it, hands it off to Green again. Off the left side, they wrap him up around the waist, and this time he doesn't get away. Tackle made by Braden Jennett. A gain of maybe one on the play, if that. We'll say it is still at the 11-yard line. Second down. Carney just has to run one more play, and Coach Cool may say, let's take a knee and get out of here. Miller comes back over, and Runs out to tell the other 10 on the field what the final play of the game will be. 40 seconds to go. Best of luck to Coach Martin. Hopefully they can get this thing turned around there at Northeast. Carney is going to run a play. Green in the backfield with Miller. Miller takes it, hands it to Green. Up the middle to the 5, to the 3, and that's where he'll be dropped. It is a good run up the middle of 8 yards, but it will also be the final play of the game. And a Carney Bearcats officially three and four in the seven games that they have played this season, and they will advance on to the round of 16 of the 2020 Class A State football playoffs at Gretna next Friday after completing a 46-6 win tonight over Lincoln Northeast. The new S Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up next as the Bearcats walk off Foster Field for the final time in 2020. And we'll be back right after this on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Tired of looking at your family as they stare into their phones? Why not give them something incredible to look at, like Mother Nature, while cruising around in a new or used boat from Buzz's Marine? Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, can help you and your family unplug and de-stress in a healthy way on the water. They have sport and surf boats, deck boats, fishing boats, and pontoons and triple tunes. Whatever you choose, you can't lose. Find out more today at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer at 5th and Central Kearney, or online at Buzz's Marine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue and all the folks with Carney High, their hospitality, as we are back here at Foster Field. And some of the seniors, they know this is their last game here. They take that moment to just do what they do. In the old days, the Rowdies are everywhere. There's tons of pictures. They don't leave the field forever. Got some of the players taking a knee at midfield. Uh, some of the seniors want to get together. It's just, you know, it's that last moment. And for Carney High, they hope to play at least two more football games. Everybody knows the chance to beat Bellevue West or Omaha West Side is a tall task. But Carney always seems to play well as the underdog. And they won't quite be yet, even though Gretna has a better record coming through some COVID issues. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Here are the unofficial stats I had for tonight's Class A playoff game. For Xavier Gary, six carries, 22 yards, the only touchdown for the Rockets. Bryce Ilomi, one carry, negative one. Dylan Gray, five carries, nine yards. Connor Alley, one carry, two yards. Gage LeMay, one carry, four yards. The quarterback, Jeremiah Collier, 11 carries, 40 yards. And they had two fumbles that they recovered for a loss of 21 yards. So 27 rushing attempts for 55 yards for Lincoln Northeast. A little bit better through the air in the second half for Collier. He was four of eight, and about three of those were dropped. He was 3 of 14 in the first half with a pick and 38 yards. He was 4 of 8 with no interceptions, no touchdowns for 37 yards in the second half. So 7 of 22, one interception, 75 yards through the air, 55 on the ground. That's 130 yards for Lincoln Northeast. It produced nine first downs in the ball game. Three punts all in the first half, averaging 36 yards. Three penalties all in the second half for 26 yards. 
four turnovers for Lincoln Northeast. Those were all in the first half of play and obviously helped the Bearcats to that 40 to nothing halftime lead. For Carney High, Parker Weiss, nine carries, 90 yards, two touchdowns. Chris Dutenhofer, they tried to get him into the end zone, but he had a couple of fumbles today, 13 carries, 52 yards. Ryan Green on that last scoring drive uh, had the uh, backup running back roll, six carries, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Quarterback Preston Pearson, two carries, nine yards. Backup Riley Miller, one carry, nine yards. Carney had a team fumble for negative three. That's 32 rushing attempts for 224 yards for Carney. Through the air, we had Preston Pearson perfect tonight. He was eight of eight in the first half, two of two in the second half, 10 of 10. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, 98 yards through the air, 224 on the ground, 322 yards of total offense, 19 first downs. They had the two lost fumbles, three penalties for 35 yards. And our scoring recap looks like this. Carney took advantage of those four turnovers in the first half. They had three one-play touchdown drives. Lincoln Northeast won the toss, elected to take the ball, got a first down, then decided they were going to go with a fake punt. And uh, that's when their lineman slash punter uh, dropped back to uh, throw it in Isaiah Ramirez. There was nowhere to throw it. Caden Miller, who was the punt returner, saw what was happening. He came on the dead sprint, picked it off at about the 48-yard line, returned it to the 21. And Parker Wise, on the first offensive play, went 21 yards around the left side for a touchdown. Uh, Dakin added the kick, made it 7 nothing at the 10-19 mark. Then Gabe Van Winkle, two plays later, had a fumble recovery at the Northeast 13-yard line. The very next play, Preston Pearson to Jack Johnson for 13 yards. They fumbled the extra point snap, 13 nothing. On the first play of the second quarter, Wise capped the drive with a two-yard touchdown run. The kick was wide left, made it 19 to nothing. Then Peter Glant recovered a fumble at the Northeast 14. Pearson went to the air again, and he found Caden Miller on a 14-yard pass. Dakin's kick made it 26 to nothing with 11:01 to go in the second quarter. Then things settled down just a little bit. It took another seven and a half minutes for Carney to score. Really, their only drive of the football game, a 64-yard drive that Pearson connected on an 11-yard touchdown path with Will Luthons. 3.39 to go. Dakin adds the kick, 33 to nothing. And then that fourth turnover of the half, Peter Glant picks it off at the 12, returns it with 2.09 to go. The kick was good. It was 40 to nothing at the half. Neither team scored in the third quarter. Carney took the opening drive all the way down, and on second and goal at the one, the ball fumbled into the end zone. They gave it to Northeast. Uh, Then they were able to march down and get their only score of the game as Xavier Gray took it in from four yards out. The extra point kick was blocked. 8.22 to go in the game. 40 to And Green came in. His first touch was a 41-yard run. His next touch was a 15-yard run down to the three. And his third touch was in a three-yard run and the bad snap on the extra point. And that gave us the final score of Carney 46, Lincoln Northeast 6. And we'll wrap it up on the New West Post Game Show right after this. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. About 90 years before the seeds for the tree 